more. This is one more. Sometimes I have a notepad because I've developed that because I want to be a coach one day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm kind of uh, going towards. I grab a notepad mm-hmm. and I start writing. I'm like, this is what I would do. This is what I think Josh should do. Neff, Neff the professor. Neff the I'm studious t- guy. I mean, I try. I want, awesome. to, <laughs> I, w- I want to one day. Uh, I want to be some type of like tactician or yeah, be somewhere in the field, involved right? in the game, not mm-hmm. so much as a spectator, but as someone participating yeah. in the in the in the game in, yeah. a, in a way. Have you uh, have you thought about like say for example in the near future like doing a course? You know, uh, I know U.S. Soccer has several, and mm-hmm. the beginning stages are free. Yeah, but as you you know you go on croquet de cobran. Yeah, um, but. You have you do kind of have that like instructional type of person more than Ragañón. Yeah, well, I don't see it that way personally, but of course nobody would see it that way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I am taking those courses yeah. at the moment. Well, that's like good. I'm taking yeah. like a little bit uh, at a time. Uh, more than anything, I got it because I've been already coach. I've coached before. I've been like an assistant type manager, coach to mm-hmm. uh, varsity girls team. In my senior year of high school, I was able to meet the coach, mm-hmm. and I got along pretty well with them. And he allowed me to be with them. He allowed me to take photographs and, mm. you know, travel with the team and give them suggestions and whatnot. And a lot of those things, like, it was after the first LAFC game last year here at home mm-hmm. that I ended up seeing him. We met at a bar. I think it was Mr. Tram's. We went on for like four hours just talking, and at the end of the day, at the end of the night, he was, he's like, dude, a lot of the, the a lot of the things that you told me about this player and this and that, because it went more than just the the football. Mm-hmm. It, it went more like, I would notice like this player, hey, this player's not, kind of, doing what they're usually doing. They they don't seem like, they're enjoying it. What maybe. You know, something else the is deeper, going on. The deeper the personal level. Yeah, the deeper the personal mm-hmm. level, the which, is hard, hard hard like, which is why I fell in love with this, with coaching, really, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's like you get to be more in-depth with the sport and the person. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. So a lot of that stuff, he, he, he told me years later, he was like, dude, like, you got a lot of that shit spot on. That's and good, I, did, I didn't tell you at the time because I didn't want to get to your head. But, yeah. like, now now I can tell you that you're in school. <laughs> I was like, dang, you should have told me back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, man. Um, for those for, – f- let's uh, take a little step back, you know. Yeah. Here, here at Otra, por favor. Yeah. We like to talk about life, culture, and football. And we, our special guest here, uh, Neftali Ochoa. Yes, sir. Um, Welcome, dude. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy to be back on the mic because I had been away for a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, la raza te clama. Uh, <laughs> you, you've been you've been out, and everybody was like, "Hey, what's, where's Coke?" And I'm like, "He's on. He's on a trip." Trajiste la guachila, no way. Richie didn't tell you that he fired me, and then he just brought me back. He's like, "All right, come back, okay." Usona palanca. I'm a. Usona palanca. He's talking about language. Yeah, there you go. I'm a hitter and quitter, man. I eat the dejo, yeah. Nah, dude, nah. But uh, 
Dude, so happy to be back and recording this episode with a with a, a huge, huge person here in the local Austin community, in the local Austin FC community, the uh, Madrid Vista community, you know, throughout the, the nation and the world. You know, it's we're talking about some huge clubs here. We're talking about um, something that's very important, near and dear to all of our hearts. And uh, Neff here has spoken, he's, he's speaking about the game of football in a way that, uh, that, Many uh, that I don't hear a lot of people speak with the with the same feeling and 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 like just using the words that you're using, man. So like, I want to kind of backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tell us about tell us about you, man. Where did you grow up? Uh, what what was your family like? Oh man, well, first of all, thank you guys for having me here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's honestly an honor to, honor to be here. And uh, well, I, I was born in Mexico. I was born in Durango, mm-hmm. and I left Durango when I was turning six. Six, I got here. I've never been back since, mm-hmm. but I had my little um, uh, football beginnings over there, uh, supporting Santos, mm. Santos Laguna. Guerrero. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, uh, those, you know, those old timer teams where they had. I mean, Santos is not like a big Mexican team, mm-hmm. but they've had. Uh, an amazing amount of like amazing players. They've had yeah. a squ- they've had squads. They've had squads. They've had yeah, squads. no, no. There's, I mean, there's players I didn't get to watch, and now I like I've been able to go back and watch games, highlights, and whatnot. They had El Rosado Maitis, El Pony Ruiz, El Borghetti. Yeah, El Borghetti is a, a lot of Mexican play, uh, fans will tell you exactly who mm-hmm. he is. Dude, one of my have favorite you, forwards. Of have, all you, time. have you have uh, you have you had a chance to watch Acevedo con el Escorpión Dorado? Oh, yes, I just watched it like uh, two days uh, ago. And he literally talked about Santos being the team que no es el grande, no es el chico, pero es el que como te incomoda. Te incomoda Cause, siempre. Cause no. like, like America. I mean, Santos y Pachuca son los dos que siempre nos han dado más, más, más de este, más. Más batalla. Batalla sí. y aparte más momentos donde, donde lloramos porque ya sea semifinal o final, ya, like, those two teams are always end up taking us out. Ya, yeah, pues es que, bueno, yo a lo que he visto de Santos mm-hmm. también es, uh, es mucho corazón. Mm. Mucho, la, lo que es la institución siempre ha sido con mucho, mucho corazón. Mm-hmm. O, sea, o sea, todo desde que entra un jugador al club se le, se le inculca eso. Que es algo que vas, ves tú que es en casi todos los, los equipos a los que sigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, ya sea Austin... Madrid o Santos uh-huh. eh, es algo es una es una cultura muy uh, muy presente en los jugadores uh, uh, pero sí Santos con todos sus jugadores con todas sus estrellas eh, son fue, fueron fue el primer equipo al que yo vi y dije wow es, equipo sí es de aquí soy eh, es, son mis raíces uh-huh. y así lo describo ahora son, son mis raíces. Uh, después ya uh, nosotros nos venimos aquí a Estados Unidos. Curiosamente, mi primer día en Estados Unidos fue mm-hmm. mi primer día de escuela. Sí. Del autobús. ¿Te <risa> cuenta a, que? Right into sí, the sí, al, 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 al fuego. Como dicen, uh, fresh off the boat. Del autobús al, a la clínica a tomar las la shots mm-hmm. uh, a la escuela. Mm-hmm. Ah, no sabía ni dónde vivía yo creo oh, no me acordaba muy bien uh, pero sí eh, la, así fue la, el primer día uh-huh. 
y alguien más, pues ya, ya crecí yo aquí y pues hasta la fecha. He podido viajar poquito aquí. So, you were in Durango, you lived there for so you were six and then you moved to, where did you move to? Here Austin. Oh you moved here yeah, to so, Austin, right on. Yeah, so I never for, lived for a long minute. Yeah, I mean what is it? I'm turning twenty four I don't know, it's been a long time. For, the, yeah. for those of you who don't know, we got upcoming birthday coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah, next yeah. Friday, so next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop your registry. Just uh, yeah, tell you what, if you can put all the money in this Bitmo account, and I'll make sure he gets it. See me at the birthday store. Hey, yeah. There you go. Hop Squad on Sunday morning. Dude. <laughs> but uh, such, a, such a big transition at six years old, man. That must have been, that must have been something like, talk to me about uh, some of those early memories of uh, adjusting to, to life here at six years old. Man. And that's a that was a big culture shock yeah. because even in the diet, I was uh, even in like the way we that I started eating here, that big difference. Uh, but the biggest difference was probably in Mexico. Um, I was raised by seven women, mm. almost exclusive, pretty much actually only women. Mm-hmm. My my grandpa on my mom's side uh, passed away unfortunately before I was born. And my grandpa on my dad's side wasn't really present. My dad was already over here by the time I was three. So by the by the time I was six, I don't really I knew I had a dad. I heard his voice. I've talked to him mm-hmm. and I maybe seen a picture, but I didn't have that presence there, right? Yeah. So until I came here permanently, I I was raised by all women, so that was a big shock. Now having my dad around all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the language thing was huge. I honestly didn't start speaking fluent English until like fourth grade. Okay. Yeah. So that those are probably my biggest biggest uh, culture shocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to say, for example, like not growing up with your dad. Um, what is something you you remember uh, growing up with? You know, women like seven women. You were like, man, this is something that like maybe as you grew up older, like oh, it's different, but it makes sense. Man, uh, it makes you a lot more sensitive. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for laughs> more in sure. tune with your emotions. More, more in tune with that. More I, able to communicate a little bit better. I think things. I think that might be a thing, man. Yeah. But I can make you. It, it depends on how you take it, really. Because yeah. you have to be like. Uh, in tune with like who you want to be in that yeah. sense because you can either you know like uh, you can be very masculine mm-hmm. or very feminine mm-hmm. or whatever right I've just I've found that I want to be more like I'm in the middle like I'm not here or there right I'm just I like to like if you're mad you're gonna know I'm mad mm-hmm. I'm gonna express that I'm mad but I'm not just. Uh, but I might not just tell you right away. I'm gonna gonna work through it, right? Like mm-hmm. that's my feminine side. Feminine side yeah. saying, you know what? I'm upset. I want you to know I'm upset. My, I guess my more masculine side saying, yeah, I'm just gonna work through this shit. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll just get through it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, that's great to hear you say, man. Because I don't think it, it gets said enough. Like you know. We, and in, in in our world, you're either the A or B, you're yeah, the male or female. 
but you, you're I, gonna I, have both. I agree with you. Like, uh, like I think we're we're a little bit of a mixture of of of, of both mm-hmm. both sides, mm-hmm. and some of us lie a little bit more one side than the other. And and, and there's yeah. th- there's nothing wrong. There's, with there's nothing like wrong with right, it. There's right. no, there's so no right or wrong way. But knowing who you are, yeah, and where that, you stand, that's, that's the important. That's part. the important part. That's the important part. Actually, like knowing yourself and how you want to display your emotions. If you're a very emotional person, show it. Like it's there's no wrong way of doing it. Well, rather there's wrong ways of doing it, but there's uh there's right ways to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like um like I said, if you wanna be if you're emotional and you want to express it, express it. Just be able to have that communication later on to be able to display it and you know, not uh, not affect everyone else around you. Yeah, I think <clears throat> that's something like like for me. I grew up you know, in a Christian environment. You do you really can't express emotions. You really oh. can't. You you can't really tell someone how you feel because it makes it either weak or it makes it arrogant. Yeah. So there's no like they don't know they don't know like hey this is how you balance it out. So you grow up. I mean, one insecurities because you know doing like all this back and mm-hmm. forth from Mexico to the U.S. And then two, you know, when you get like to you're you're a teenager, and then you know you have to either stand up to yourself and fight, or take it to your chin. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't want to take it to your chin because then, so but as I got older, it's kind of like nah, yeah, me valió, and yeah. just express how I feel. Yeah, you just gotta like, like I said, you just gotta find yourself, right? Yeah. Because I, I will tell you, I have both sides of me where I'm just like, I mean, I can either be mad to the point where I'm like, okay, I can let this go, mm-hmm. or I'm like, okay, nah. We're gonna go. Like I, I will fight. You know, I will, I will throw hands. But my most of the time, it'll be like, you know what? This is not important enough for me to waste my time on. Yeah. yeah. You know, I gotta value that sense of like, is this really worth it? Right. Yeah, then, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, is this that's a very good? Way why, to why am I gonna waste five minutes of my time on this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I could spend five minutes of that time, let's say, driving home and. Doing something I want to do, right? Right, right. And so that's that's really how I would like to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's something that like we never think about that, especially at, at, at like twenty four years old. Yeah, you right. got you got you got a certain sense of emotional maturity about yeah. you that I think uh, for a twenty four year old is you know it's, it's great because me at 24 i was i was on some bullshit that's for sure oh, i mean uh, don't, don't get me wrong like, there, i'm 37 i'm still on some bullshit so <laughs> good learning lesson like, thank you Neff. <laughs> free advice i know yeah. uh so no i mean a, a lot has to do with like also how m- my family like my dad's side has mm-hmm. uh has that influence over me where i'm like okay well i've seen the decisions they've made yeah i was like i i can i can decide to let their decisions and learn from that and uh, let that affect me or I can try to be at least on the emotional side Mm -hmm. be a lot smarter about it and try to move from there and see you know okay maybe if I can't be more successful or whatever Mm -hmm. I can at least be more at peace with myself and like let things roll smoother for me and one thing like say as we grow older you always want to get the best out of both worlds, like yeah. from your mom and your parents' side, mm-hmm. like my 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 mom's side, they're very, um, como que they're they're very close together, and they like to just literally every like say for them every holiday or every time they can get together se, se juntan. Yeah, but sometimes it's a little too much because they have a sense of codependency. And now with yeah. with my uh, my dad's side, 
they they have some being relajentos. They know how to joke around. They have like the best comebacks. They you know every time you think of something, it's always funny because my grandpa was the same way. Uh, but there's also a sense of like like poverty. So you know you you got to like for me it's like okay I, I do want to be close to my family, but also don't want to be codependent from my family. Yeah, that, that's something that I like struggle mm-hmm. a lot with because I'm like. Man, I love my family, but to what point do I really want to like depend on them emotionally as much as I have in the mm-hmm. past? Because one of the things like about about me, and as you come to know me, like mm-hmm. I will not care what certain people say about me. Mm-hmm. Like there can be whoever it is, or like I'd pick up right, let's say, where uh, I'd pick up and somebody to know, oh, you suck, like you this, this, and that, right? I don't care. I legitimately don't care. But if it's like my dad, who even though he doesn't go watch me play, and he tells me, oh, pinche tronco. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, that Yeah. Like, and just just because it's my dad. Yeah. Right. Not yeah, because, yeah. like, not looking at it from the, oh, like, oh, my dad's watched a lot. Like, he played a lot. Like, mm-hmm. he must know. No, it's not that. I know my dad doesn't play. Mm-hmm. I know my dad doesn't know, like, tactical finishes and whatnot, or mm-hmm. uh, como controlar bien un balón and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't know any of that. But it's the fact that it's my dad to me, mm-hmm. that it's like, God, that, that hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, that's where I'm at. It's like, how much of my emotional um, balance do I give to them? Yeah, yeah. It, even, even, like, Getting together, because my dad's side uh, is not as packed together mm-hmm. all the time as it is. Like even I mean, we'll get together for holidays and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to to like birthdays and whatnot, it's more like uh, everybody's kind of doing their own thing, mm-hmm. whatnot. We'll do it if we have like the time. Mm-hmm. But well, when things really get rough, like my uncle had an accident a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and Honestly, I don't know how he's here. Mm-hmm. He had a dump truck. Basically, the wheel was on top of him already. He he got squished. The helicopter mm-hmm. had to come get him. Mm-hmm. We got to the hospital thinking he was gone. Mm-hmm. He's here. He didn't have a broken bone or anything. Oh, damn. Nothing. That's him. He's able to walk. He's able to, I mean, of course, he, he still has to recover. He can, yeah. yeah. You know, he, he still has some damage. Uh, but in a moment like that, the whole family got together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's only my dad's side over here. Mm -hmm. My mom's side's not, I mean, she has a uh, cousin here, Mm -hmm. but that's it. My grandma, she'll come from Mexico ever so often. But in terms of like family, family, she only has my dad, my brother and I, Mm -hmm. and I guess my uncles as well. Right. And so. But in that second, dude, we all just stop everything in that Someone second. Yeah. My yeah. cousins, same thing with my cousins. My cousins, uh, one of them's pregnant. The other one, the other one has three kids. And it's hard to balance all of that out. And one of the ki- one of the, the one that has three is one of them's uh, pretty, like, months. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Child, like, baby, newborn. Mm-hmm. And was able to, you know, say, okay. Gotta get on the go. 
went we went with my uncle right away. Mm-hmm. So we're we're that type of family where we're we're not immediately like close close. Um but in the big moments, like when we really it's need it, we'll be there. That's good. Yeah. So it's I guess that that's really what matters. Yeah. But we also do know how to hurt each other pretty well. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's every family. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I think, yeah. I think when it comes to family, especially particularly parents, we we can get the best qualities, but we also can get some of the mm. shit, shit, yeah. shittier qualities too. And a, a lot of times it's like that growth and the experience and the maturity that, you know, we have through experiences in our life where we have to unlearn certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to put it on a... On a balance sheet, really. You, you got know, yeah. Pros you, and your cons. You, you got to mm-hmm. look at something that you learned from your parents and like look at it critically. And maybe that's not the best way to think about it. Yeah, and dude, like I've noticed this more with my cousin because mm-hmm. uh, she got uh, she got pregnant really young, but mm-hmm. she has like I've seen it on in her and how she's raised her kids. I was like, okay, I know your dad didn't do that with you. Mm-hmm. Like, and we've talked about it. It's like, yeah, no, I don't don't want to do it that way, but I don't want to do it this other way because I don't want to spoil them and this and then that. Mm. But I, we got to find a balance to where like, what is the way the right way to raise the kids? And she came to to a conclusion where it's like, I can't raise them too much this way, can't raise them too much that way, but I gotta at least instill the values in them that I think are right. And that's, as, as a, I guess, as a parent, that's as much as you can mm-hmm. do. I, myself, not having kids, can't fully comprehend that. But I can see where she's going where, like, yeah, I mean, you can only really try to give it your best attributes and pass them on down to to, to your kids. Because mm-hmm. you can't be too much of that side, uh, too much, too strict or too loose, right? My dad was uh, a little... Too strict in a way, not mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, but he was also the. I wasn't. We also would. There's a lot of places in Austin I've never been to. Mm-hmm. We weren't like going on vacations or this or that. Like, let's say downtown. Mm-hmm. I know where the hospital is. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot more before I started driving. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot more than that. I know that actual UT campus was there. Like, I didn't know how to drive around, mm. right? Um, all I really knew was the places where he worked and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of that stuff, like, you'll have this area, this mm. particular area, because uh, sometimes I drive, uh, I've been driving around with Hernan or with Primo and the guys, and they're like, oh, they're, they won't give me directions, and I'll have to get on the maps. And they're like... You don't know this here? Like, no, dude. Like, <laughs> I grew up in Maynard. Like, <laughs> I went from school to the house, yeah. and my parents drove me around, and that's that's it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know much more. And I and when I've been driving around, when mm-hmm. I started driving, I kind of just, you know, I was like 16, 17. Yeah. I was driving to Domain and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe downtown. Cause I had friends in college who would go there to to the dorms and whatnot. But that's that's as much as I knew. I knew Flugerville. I knew Flugerville pretty well. But mm-hmm. that's it. Like at Round Rock, I don't know jack shit. Almost. So you, yeah. you knew more like the east side, but not like the west side. Of yeah, I know. I, I didn't know like uh, like Romberg and all of that. Like uh, I I know like the streets. I know yeah. like there's a lot of his, uh, history in there, and I know that you know 
Like, like that's been going on with like the gentrification of it and whatnot. Yeah. But until I started driving, my dad was not taking me around to all these places. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of taquerias here that like yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, they've been here like <laughs> uh, God knows how long, and yeah. I I didn't know anything about this. Or like when I would go out, my or it would be like late night, and my friends would be like, "Wow, oh, let's go get some tacos." I know Waterburger's open, like you know, like that, that's all I knew. I, I didn't know Same. much yeah. more than that. So yeah. that's that's one thing that like I don't want to pass on to my kids. Like mm. I want wherever, whether it's Austin or wherever it is, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I have that in my kids to be able to be like, okay, we're gonna take you on a little vacation, or you're, you're at least gonna get to know your city. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. No, I think, uh, dude, I'm 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 so glad that you mentioned getting to know different pockets of your neighborhood and your city. Sometimes, because I grew up, I grew up in Houston, which is one of the biggest cities in in the United mm-hmm. States. But it wasn't until uh, I left Houston to come to study here and went mm-hmm. back when I had my own car. You know, a mm-hmm. car means freedom in a way. Right. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can move. You can move yourself from point A to point B, and you start realizing like, oh, look at this pocket. Look at this taqueria. Look at this. Right. Look at this spot, and but the thing is that, like, the, the, the places that we live, whether it be Austin, whether it be Houston, they're designed for the car, bro. So without a car, you're lost. You're, you're, you're yeah, SOL. You're yeah. shit out of luck. Yeah. I mean, you can use a bus system, but, I mean, it's it's you're not going to get the same level of knowledge of where you're moving. Mm-hmm. Or you're just not going to use it as much. See, and that's, that's, that's something that you, right now, that I don't even know. Like, there's, like... The metro to get to the stadium and whatnot. Oh, the, ca- the rail? That, or yeah. the I don't know how to do bus. any of that, dude. If I go, I think if I go to New York, I'll like panic. I I do not know how to use a rail like a rail system. Yeah, I do not know where to buy a ticket. I don't know like there's the station here. I do not know any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Is like it would be cool? Like say if you get a chance. Yeah, I, 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 I want esas, to. I because this is life changing moment. Dude, it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, enjoyably yeah, like for the first time. Yeah. It's like I, oh, I don't have to drive. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. no, dude, that, yeah. that, that, you don't have to worry about, you know, Uber or anything. That's yeah, the Vámonos. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. Uh, cause I, I mean, I see it here all the time, yeah. right? Going from, uh, Hopscot to the stadium. It's like, I see the, the, the train going by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, where would I have to go? Like, what would I have to do? Yeah, so, like, little things like that, yeah. it's something that, like, I'm like, I want to experience that shit. Nah, man. That, that, don't get me wrong. I, I, I absolutely love, like, my life currently where yeah. I'm at. But one thing I very much hate is commute. Yeah, I live in Cedar Park, so I'm in traffic, oh. like, a lot. Yeah. You know, and I work, my, my, my job site that I work at is downtown. So when I think back to where are some of, like, the kind of the happiest moments of my life when it comes to commute or when it comes to just, like, city living mm. is when I lived in North Campus where I would just ride a bike to everywhere I needed to go. Yeah. And when I was in uh, Valencia for like nine months, you, you absolutely don't need a car there. You oh, just wow. Train, bus, everything is so well connected. You're like 15 minutes from the beach, five, five minutes from the stadium. Like, that's all you need to yeah. go, right? And, yeah. <laughs> and like, I live in the country right now, right? I live in Maynard. Yeah. If I don't have a car, there is, I can't, one thing I'll tell you right now, I, there is no bus station at the corner of my neighborhood or anything right, like that, right? Yeah. If I don't have a car, I'm going to have to Uber somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, or have someone pick me up. I do not have that access in the yeah. country. No. Man, that's, like, say, for me, is I grew, like, I'm from Mexico City, so I learned how mm-hmm. to be 
you know, how to go in the metro system and ride the bus over there. And I went from there to Galveston, and Galveston is easy to get around because it's small. You can walk pretty much from one side of the island to the other. It's like four miles. But oh. um, one thing that I was, uh, I said, and when I got my car, I I was like, you know what? First thing I'm gonna do when I get out, like, get my car, is vamonos, like, you know, go go yeah, to Houston sure as much as I can. Because I mean, I I had a taste of it and I enjoyed it. So I'm like, I want to just go around it and and explore it. So there will be times on a Saturday night after work that I just get off and I just drive around Houston and me perdía. Like, yeah. I'll find my way out without looking at. Back then, you know, you you didn't have like Google Maps That's working right. until like now. So map quest, map quest. Yeah, but not even like map quest. I'm like, okay. But I got to like learn how to drive in Houston. Yeah. You know, I know pretty much where everything is. Yeah. Or more more so like I know how to get to a place without having to look at my my, my map or right. without having to look at my phone. Um so and then coming here it was it was like one of those things that it's Austin. Like hey, it's like thirty five, Mopac, it's a pedal. It's not really that much. It's not really that compared much compared to other yeah. major cities, but yeah. uh, but man, like say for example for you is once you started driving you you got to experience it. What was it like for you? Like, you know, I have my car and I'm actually experiencing more in the in the city. Man, those are the well. That's when the bad decisions start coming in. <laughs> when you have all that freedom, really. I mean, you know uh, what to do with it. Yeah, you don't. Like, uh, I had um, had a friend. Well, we'll say a friend, right? Uh, that I was uh, I was with twenty four seven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, take her to work and whatnot. And that's where I, that's really where I learned, got my experience driving. Because mm-hmm. I would be going from Maynard to Desa Road to Capro Plaza, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and now be, or we would go downtown, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, let's go to Soaker, let's go to this and that. Mm-hmm. That's where I started, like, that's, or let's go to Domain, take me to Domain, let's go, let's go on a date there mm-hmm. or whatnot. That's where I really, you know, got my experience driving. And that's, and before that, I was scared to drive to Pflugerville. Mm-hmm. My, like, my driving before I even graduated high school mm-hmm. was more from my house to Stonehill. And it's yeah. back roads. And that's it. Yeah, I, I dealt with three lights. That's Good it. Change. <laughs> You, I go downtown. I'm like, God damn, like, I don't <laughs> want this shit. No, yeah. I, I think every person is different. Like, Richie, are you a city or country guy? I'm a city for sure. Uh, yeah, I cannot school. live in the country. I, we went to went to Hawaii. We stayed at uh, at Hilo, Big Island, in a lot of British country and farming. I'm like, man, I need some action. This is cool sceneries, but hey, I'm done. And then we went to Maui, and it was like more city. Like, okay, this is more me. Yeah, yeah. See, you're you're between, right? I'm kind of in between. Yeah. Like, I used to be more city. I'm kind of drifting more towards country. I don't know if that's suburbia kind of. Nah, brain, you're just getting old. Brainwashing me. <laughs> hey, I'm old too. Then, but uh, now nah, nah, you've been old. <laughs> nah, but but Neff, I think. Uh, what do you? What would you consider yourself between that like city country. and country? I'm right there with you because I love this. I I'm not gonna have. Q2 Stadium in exactly. the country. You're not right? going to have that in the yeah, country. I'm That's not going to have that. Right? Well, we do have uh, Circuit of the Americas, Dakota, oh, in the country. Oh, that's a whole hour. 
Yeah, it's but I mean, from but, where I'm at. but it's in the country. It is in the country. So. You're right. But also try living there right now. Oh, try nah. to buy a house over there. So. I don't buy houses. I just, you know, live in the couches. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't buy houses, you buy couches. Right. That's more like a $5,000 couch. Fuck your couch, right? <laughs> uh, But, yeah, no, I, I, consider, I consider myself more, in, like, in the middle. In the middle. I, I love the, the calmness of the country, mm-hmm. when, which is most, most of the time. But I like having a decent commute towards a more city like yeah like Austin. I love I a lot of the times I've thought I'm like, man, I'm just gonna get an I'm gonna try to get an apartment somewhere in Austin mm-hmm. where my commutes to Q two Stadium or to the domain, to the areas that I frequent the most, they're a lot easier. They're a lot shorter. But then I'm like Man, but then I'm gonna get myself into such a hassle of having to deal with like, you know, neighbors and whatnot. And I'm just, yeah. like, I like my peace. Yeah, I like just like when I, how I like watching the games by myself and mm-hmm. and you know being calm and being able to you know just have that moment. I like it. I like doing that at home. Mm-hmm. Like. See, yeah. no, es que that's that's how my dad is. Yeah. My dad is not he would not go to a party. I will tell you that. He won't go just mm-hmm. go to he'll he'll do it with for my mom, right? Mm-hmm. He'll be like, Yeah, vamos. But he won't be like, Oh guys, alistense que el sábado el vecino tiene una fiesta. Okay, que el patrón que esto. No. And if he goes to he'll go for like an hour, come back. You be like this the whole time, and and I've gone to be the same way. Like yeah. When I was uh, when I was with this girl, we go go to parties, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, just looking at your clock. Yeah, I'm just like, God, you don't want to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, you're not hungry, like, <laughs> like damn, like I I, I want to go home. Like I, it's not that I don't feel. I've learned to realize that it's not that I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. It's just not me like i'm not a big party guy i I can be like i i do it like last night right i I can be in a group of like a big gathering concerts and whatnot but it's not very often like it has to be a specific thing to i'm not just gonna one night go and be like okay guys you know what fuck it let's go to domain tonight let's go to sixth Mm mm-hmm that's not necessarily me. I will once in a while, you know, cuando traes la ley seca, you know, que te dan ganas de una cervecita. Other than that, if I'm not, like, craving or wanting to go out, I'm not going to. I will stay home. I will watch uh, the Real Madrid documentaries all night. Uh, I would watch the Austin FC um, soccer combinations all night. Yeah. Highlights. Yeah. That's what I'll do. That's a good so segue into um, into our religions, right? So Richie is a Christian. I'm probably agnostic. I don't know. Maybe Christian. I don't know. I'm Christian. Well, I'm, I consider myself a believer, but Christian. I'm like kind gordos, <laughs> except but, for my parents. <laughs> but I, I specifically want to hear about Neff's religion, which is Man. So the, what, the, the beautiful yeah. the beautiful game. So um, let, let's start with now. You now talking to us another like you know plug is. You went from, okay, now you're learning how to drive, you know, going out, and now you're, like, deciding to go to Vegas to watch a game. 
And it was not just a game. It was like a clásico. El clásico de clásicos. Um, in, a, in what? In the SoFi Stadium? Or was at, it? The, no. at the uh, Allegiant. Allegiant. Okay, Allegiant. but mm-hmm. amazing stadium. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what was, like, say, like, before we go, like, we go into it is, um, was it your first time going to Vegas? Yes. Yeah? What do you think? Ooh, man. Tiene la cara como que algo te pasó. No, not necessarily. Yeah, like dude, that. Whatever, whatever happened in Vegas, is in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You could also say on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's a over. You know, this was a over twenty one. So. Over twenty one. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing crazy happened. But it, it's not a place where I could be like, I could be here a whole week. Okay. You know, because like, just like I won't go out to like clubs and party all like that. Mm-hmm. Vegas is a party central, dude. Mm-hmm. Especially True. the strip, of course. Uh, that's not for me. Yeah, I, I I love the walking, right? I love yeah. walking around and everything. Everything's everything's so close. We walked to the stadium. And, like the hotel had literally a, a whole entrance, that's a awesome. whole road to the. Which hotel you stayed at? We stayed at the Luxor. Okay, but the Luxor is practically connected to the MGM. Yeah, and so that you just you everything's connected yeah. over there. It's incredible, but. I cannot stay there for more than like two, three days. Maybe, maybe three days would have been mm-hmm. perfect. What do you stay there for two? What do you think of the food over there? Did you get oh, the experience of food in there? Not, not much, dude. Because no. my that which this, which is why I say that three days would have been nice because mm-hmm. it was a two day trip and it was quick. Oh, voila. It, okay. And more than anything, because of my role within Peña, everything mm-hmm. was like quick, quick, quick. It was we got there Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we checked into hotel, got a nap. You know, flights, you know, they, they, they're draining sometimes. And it's not a long flight, but mm-hmm. I had worked that morning, that morning and yeah. it, just, it was a long, long flight for me. So we rested, and then it's like, okay, let's go. Let's go out, walk around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We literally only got to walk around that because that, that uh, Friday night, we had, uh, we had a party. With all the peñas, mm-hmm. so and it was uh, I forget the name of the at the club that it was at, but it's at the top of the MGM hotel. Okay. We we went to that party, mm-hmm. and it was it was really nice, it was not too crazy, you know. It, it was it was nice, cause, but more than anything, it was networking. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I went already as the director of media for the Peña. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get, you know, business cards from Real Madrid marketing representatives. Mm-hmm. And I think... From Real Madrid, from not just Real like, Madrid. like, no, no, no. un compa que si conoce a alguien, no, like, no, no. from, from it, the team. No okay. es el primo, de la, no es el amigo del primo del amigo de... No, no, no. Okay. This is, like, the guy that works for the club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to get the business cards and was able to network with the other peñas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that itself was a wonderful night, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the view from outside the hotel and whatnot, you know, seeing Vegas like one in the morning, whatnot. Yeah, it's, it, it's beautiful. The lights. Phenomenal, yeah. Actually, it's something that, that I did really, really enjoy. Yeah. That's the, good. the sight. Yeah. And then we were back, back to the hotel. I had to wake up around like ten, so I was able to get some sleep in and get breakfast. But at ten, at eleven, we had a whole. I w- the president called me. Uh, well, at the party, he told me, mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, there's a meeting tomorrow morning. 
with uh, the market uh, the marketing executives of the club mm. and I want you to be there the president of, of the Peñas of the Peñas okay and I'm like I'm already oh, well. like you know like I'm like hell yeah like I'm, of course I'm gonna go yeah. like this I'm essentially I mean very vaguely right but I'm essentially having a meeting with Real Madrid right mm -hmm. so I'm like fuck yeah like I'm gonna go I don't care I'll, I'll sleep less if you need me mm -hmm. to So we went to that meeting, and during that meeting, the uh, Florentino Perez got to the hotel, the players got to the hotel, uh, and I got to know, like, uh, certain things that we discussed in that meeting were, like, the mem the Peñista card that they have now, mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff that just came out, I, I was able to know from a while back, like from that trip to Vegas, mm -hmm. they explained to us like, okay, these are the changes, what we want to do. And this is we wanna do, what we want to do within USA. Okay. How this is going to be better for that. After that meeting was the game. And so I would tailgate and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, after the game, we went back to the hotel to take a nap because our flights were at like four in the morning. Because you guys were coming back Sunday to watch the game here. I did. I you was Hernan. <laughs> I, uh, I think he felt a little jet lagged or whatnot, yeah. so he wasn't able to make it. But part of the reason why I pushed so hard to come back to the Austin FC game was because I wanted to say I went to two professional football matches, mm -hmm. two states, in two days. Almost as a reporter would, right? That's the, the life of yeah. not enough right there, man. That's the life I want to have one day. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome going so. going from state to state, seeing two huge matches and, you know, in, in the sport that you love and kind of like, you know, think of as something like a sacred space. Yeah. But um, one, one thing we've, we've mentioned a lot is the the Peña, the, the Peña Madridista. Mm -hmm. Can you, for those of us who don't know, give us a little insight into what that is and what, you, like, role you play in that mm -hmm. organization? So the Peña and any any Peña, Real Madrid Peña, is essentially like your Los Verdes for Real Madrid, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a organized um, um, group recognized by the clubs, mm -hmm. right? So Peña Madridista Austin is now and has been since the, like a week before that Vegas trip officially recognized by Real Madrid. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So this is a logo here? That is that is the that's our official logo. It's a lovely logo. It's got yeah. the capital and can it's you, got the Can you send me the graphic? I can, yeah, can. for sure. Kind of for embossed sure. on the uh, Real Madrid logo. I can put it. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah, so they uh they officially recognized us that that week mm. and essentially what a recognized Peña allows you to do is a lot of more insights on the club, right? Mm -hmm. So, and benefits and whatnot. A Peña will be able to tell you, like, for this Clásico, they would able to tell you months in advance, like, hey, the club is coming. Be ready, mm -hmm. right? Or they will tell you, like, the tickets for El Clásico, I don't know if you guys saw the prices, some were, like, 500 400 Austin FC, Type <laughs> type deals, right? The playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So those uh, seats that we were able to get were like, I mean, still expensive, but it's 300 360 right? Mm -hmm. So compare that to paying like 500 The game in Vegas. Yeah, the game okay. in Vegas, right. So you go from paying close to $700 to paying uh, like half of it, a little less than half, right? 
So that that's one of the benefits that we able to get. Uh, but our main goal as a Peña, as a Real Madrid supporters mm. group, is not just to expand the word of Real Madrid and get Madrid supporters. Mm-hmm. It's to expand La Liga knowledge. Because mm-hmm. it's not just Real Madrid. And Real Madrid's a brand, Barcelona's a brand, mm-hmm. but it's the league that is what makes these clubs so big, right? Mm-hmm. It's the competition within. So that's our thing. We want to expand people to grow and, you know, love La Liga. Obviously, Premier League right now, it's huge. It's the, yeah. it's the best yeah, league yeah, in the world, the, you know. Yeah. It's, and it's here in Austin. Like, no, I was going to say, right. I was going to say that the, that the U.S. market is, is huge. Yeah. And, and the Premier League has managed mm-hmm. to tap into that. A little bit of the Bundesliga has managed to tap into that. But, like, every, I think a lot of leagues look towards the Premier League and how it's, well, European, kind of the top top leagues yeah, look and see. Because it is the top flag. How, yeah. they, how they came to the how how it's been adopted in the U.S. and they they're trying to it's a competition always it's yeah. always a competition so you got to see how you can uh, you know bring more fans and more knowledge to 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 La Liga yeah make more uh, people want to watch it yeah. uh, absolutely because uh, like I said Madrid and Barcelona are established brands mm-hmm. they'll go anywhere in the world and feel that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no sure. problem no problem but los otros, los but, and and that's something that I mean we could go on and on and about forever like a things projects like the super league right yeah. mm-hmm. and why you might disagree or agree with it but it, at the end of the day you got to see you got to see football as what it has become which mm-hmm. is now a business right and la liga has us to expand that right to help them establish that market here mm-hmm. and we're not doing it in in terms of like selling you tickets to this or that no we what we want to do is want to say okay you're a Real Madrid fan we're building a community here come watch the game with us more like brand awareness continue yeah, brand to bring awareness, awareness. Yeah. we're more like community building yeah it, so. it's yeah. a community building it's yeah. a brand awareness I mean it all ties into the brand it, it ties yeah, into yeah. the yeah. brand Every, everything ties together but yeah we what we want to do is we want to build a community mm-hmm. we know there's a lot of Madridistas in Austin I know there's a lot of Barcelona fans. I mean, just like you guys, right? Mm-hmm. But like, for example, uh, I know there's a Barcelona Peña mm-hmm. here in Austin. I don't know where they're at. They're at the. They usually. Well, last time I went, it was like 2019. They were so, at the tavern. Right. So I know they exist, and mm-hmm. but I haven't seen. I haven't seen a page. I haven't seen anything. Of course, that's more because I'm more in the you're, Madrid you're side. In the Madrid, yeah. But even then, like I think the president of the Barcelona Peña hit us up. A day or two ago, mm-hmm. and they wanted to collab. That's better. Yeah, and and we would love to collab. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong, but also there has to be that timing, right? Yeah, and that's kind of where we don't we where we need to to communicate better within, mm-hmm. so that we can make this uh, project of growing La Liga and growing Barcelona and Madrid fan bases to be not obviously not compete with Austin FC because I don't want. Madrid fan to compete uh, mm-hmm. to with their time with Austin FC, but I want them to say, "I love Real Madrid." But, but Austin FC is. But Austin FC is yeah. where I live. Mm-hmm. This is what you know. This is my city, right? And that that's how I explain kind of like my uh, like my religion towards football. Mm-hmm. Santos is where I was born. Where I, you know my beginnings. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid's where I love the sport, where I grew to love it truly. Mm-hmm. 
And Austin is my present. Austin is where I'm at, where I live. This is my home. It's tu futuro? No, never. <laughs> You'll never see me doing that. But, uh, <laughs> pero mi, fu pero mi futuro, uh, mi futuro, uh, quedan, quedan fútbol. That's what I wanted. That, that's that's what I wanted to yeah. tie it into. Uh, I think one thing that we, like, Coca and I, we both agree on, uh, even the beat, it's like, for me, soccer is bigger than a team. Absolutely. The, the 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 sport the level of sport it's is bigger than you know like say rivalries because whenever you you get to you know to enjoy the sport you get to like you know not be sour when the other one wins or loses you know no. you know you don't get to like for me that's the, that's I, the I'm a, as much as I'm a, yeah I, as much as I like say I'm a Barcelona fan like when I saw Ronaldo hit up those you know Champions League like god damn that, that dude is a, you know yeah and then Real Madrid what they did last season. Incredible, you know, yeah. and Barcelona. Hopefully, we get it. You know, today we struggled, but we're hoping for miracles. Yeah, we're hoping for miracles. But but like, say, I, for me, I got to learn um, to just enjoy the game and enjoy the the you know the experience everyone has. I have my teams. I already know my teams. You yeah. know who they are and what they are, but. I hate being the type that like you know. Nah, your team is trash, bro. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe in la cancha once the game is going on. That's like, different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ahí yeah. sí vamos a dar yeah, más. Yeah, yeah. During, during the ninety, yeah. Banter, banter. Yeah. Go ahead. But like outside, nefe la pelas y todo eso. Pero you know, like outside, hey, una chévere. That's that's where that's where I differ from like a lot of my friends. Yeah. Right. Because as much as I see it as like you know, I'll say it like my religion, right? Mm -hmm. And it truly takes, it truly makes, uh, it's that sense when. Okay, bombas y trancasos. Yeah, I mean, but I won't, like, for example, the biggest example mm -hmm. I can give you is the Champions League final of um, this last season. I was in, you know, in the group chat with the guys, and they're like, oh, let's. Madrid this, Madrid that, and Liverpool's going to kick Madrid's ass and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I'm the type of guy to be uh, like, okay, that's fine, you know, talk your shit, <laughs> you know, believe it. You hate Madrid or whatnot, that's fine. But at one point, what I did, and because I do this with every single Champions League final or important final that Madrid plays or Santos, I ghost. I do not want to talk about it. I will talk afterwards if I have to, but even then I try not to like talk smack because to me that's karma. And that's yeah. something that I like truly believe in. Like yeah. I'm not going to come and tell you Liverpool's a piece of shit team. They we're going to destroy them. No. No, and I, you know what I, I I have the same the same type of feeling about talking shit yeah. because um and it, it reminded me a little bit of uh even amongst the selecciones, especially against uh -huh. with U.S. and Mexicans, Mexican fans. Or, or Mexico and South America, Central yeah. America, dude. That was oh, yeah, like, like Honduras, yeah, yeah with them, yeah. all of that. And I, and I would see that, you know, Twitter is a very, you know, it can be a toxic place. Extremely mm -hmm. toxic you place, see, yeah. You see some fucked up shit. You see a lot of shit talking. And I see a lot of, I saw at the time a lot of Mexico fans making fun of like a U.S. result. Me knowing that Mexico has a couple of games after that that are, that are not that easy, yeah. and they didn't look that great. So it's like, I don't know, man. I, f I feel like anytime you, you, you talk your shit, 
especially down on a team that you're not you're not even playing against, mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up to be the target the next time. And, and don't, don't get me wrong, for me, like for me, it's not like it's not like I believe that because I talk shit. Like right. the team is gonna go bad, right? right. I, I'm one of a million billion, right? right? Yeah. So it's not that, but uh, consciously, I'm like, damn, like I shouldn't have said that shit, like you know, yeah, you know, yeah. type of thing, like. Like I, gr- I grew up with like say for example I grew uh, I grew up in the you know Messi Ronaldo era uh-huh. and and at first started getting like I I will hear myself and I think like man I sounded pretty stupid at times just <laughs> you, you know like like yeah. say defending a guy yeah he's you know for me he's the best player in the world but it's como que wait para qué voy a pelear con la gente o sea you know this kind of like I enjoy I enjoy it and I, I like I like watching him play. But I've learned, so like, maybe I, maybe I need to criticize my players more so we can win more. Yeah. That, that's why I'm a little more harsh to, towards my teams now than, like, any other teams. For me, I mean, specifically with, like, the Ronaldo-Messi debate, for me it's been more like, you know what? I, I like the players. Mm-hmm. I hate the fans, dude. Like, sometimes, yeah, I hate the yeah. fans. Yeah, because it's like, and, and it, that's what makes the toxicity in this yeah. whole, in that whole yeah. debate. Like, I, I, like me, I, I'm, like, a really big Ronaldo Man, like mm-hmm. I would tell you, uh, he's like one of the uh, football icons that I, I would tell you. I looked at his career and everything, and I watch his interviews, and I'll tell you, you know, like I, I like what he says. You know, I'll, I'll use that. I'll try to use that in my personal life. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that I'd like that with Messi, right? But when it comes, when you open whatever st- uh, thing on Twitter, right? Let's say the ESPN or whatever page post a stat about Ronaldo. Oh, Pinaldo. Oh, you know, he's finished. Or yeah, like, that's... Do you not realize who you're talking about? Like, it's like, dude, it's kind of like, with or without penalties, he scores a shit ton of goals. Like, how can, yeah. how can you not give him props? And, and at the end of the day, what you really want to do is enjoy the sport. Yeah. Like this, yeah. The art that these... Because these guys are artists. Mm-hmm. Like, with their... Yeah. Whatever you want to see, like see it. These guys are artists. Like Austin FC players are artists. Mm-hmm. Lucy's an artist. Diego's an artist. You know, like anybody that can play football at the level that they are ha- is capable of being that artist with their feet. Mm-hmm. It's just producing those beautiful moments, and I think that should that should be a lot more appreciated than mm-hmm. what these than more than that guy sucks and that guy's better yeah. than that. It should be a lot more than that. Yeah, I think a lot of it can be just cast aside to immaturity. Oh, oh. you know, Dan Chavalos, they're saying some pendejadas, they're saying some fucked up shit. It's just, like I said, it's meme culture for me. It's like all but, of that. But yeah, yeah. W- when you see kind of like older people do it, you, oh, it that's that, cringe. That's dude. when it's like, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. all right, yeah, bro. Right? Yeah, it, yeah, you you definitely uh, have some bitterness or something in your life that's like that's like not right. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, yeah. <laughs> well, it has transitioned into a like essentially a real real business now, and yeah. that's what runs economies in some countries, right? Yeah. So sure. it, you can't you can't unfortunately be that loyal anymore. I mean, look at Figo, right? That's the that's a perfect. Figo. Have you, no, have you watched the documentary? Yeah. So uh, the, you'll see, like, it's exactly as, like, yeah, yeah well, you know, it happens. Like, that's business. Like, whenever uh, Re- Neymar left, uh, well, I actually... I was, was hurting for you because I love Neymar. I was at the, I was actually at the stadium sure. whenever, whenever uh, like, he, he was subbed out. Oh. And, like, there's two things that happened. One was just 
the stadium just went silent when they saw his number popped out, like, in the red number. And I was like, oh. And for me, it's kind of like, yeah, this is his last day. But then you see him go to the bench, and there's a silence of a good 30 seconds from him walking from, you know, where he was at to the, you know, the bench. And initially, like, Messi and Suarez, they will shake hands with him or whatever. But in this one, they knew something was going to happen. And they're just like... Like you know, they were just it was like like a it, like yeah. a like a sad like like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna miss you type of thing. Yeah. And then after that, like a couple of days later, PSG, you know, like that one yeah. was like a, a hurtful one. It was. I mean, I can tell you, like the Ronaldo leaving Real Madrid. How was that for you, man? That, I was an emotional wreck because of <laughs> because of how it happened, really. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, you can. You can go into it like a lot of like why he left. He left for money with this and that. He didn't leave for money. It's Bell's going to miss the Florentino. There was a lot of it going into it. For me, I hate it that he announced that thing after winning a Champions League. Like Mm -hmm. in the celebrations. I hate it that he did that. But I understand why he did it. I understand why Mm -hmm. he did it. But what, and even after he said that, it was like a couple of days, or like the whole media. Everybody was like, "Oh no, no, he might stay." He he had a he had a talk with Florentino, this and that. And I remember uh, watching the celebration that they do at the Bernabeu after winning a Champions League mm-hmm. or La Liga at the end of the season celebration, where he talks to the fans. And I'm like, if he doesn't say this certain thing, I know he's gone. He didn't say. No, he, it. he didn't say it. And I, I think that's been the one time mm-hmm. that I've actually been, like, hurt over a player leaving. Because mm-hmm. to me, Ronaldo and Madrid were meant to be together. Mm-hmm. It's like Brady and the Patriots, right? You know, it's like that seamlessness yeah. connection where it's like two great things meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I was never one of those where, oh, no, where Ronaldo goes, uh, I'm going to support that club. No. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I never supported Juventus, but I want Ronaldo to do good. Yeah. I, I bought his first jersey because um, I wanted, you know, to, of course he doesn't know who I am or anything, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, as a fan, like, I want to be like, I support Ronaldo, right? Uh, even when, even now, I watch I watch the games mm-hmm. to, watch, to watch him play with Manchester United and whatnot. But that's me, like, uh, I know... You're not supposed to have idolos per se, right? Yeah. But if there was gonna be one, for me that's him, right? Because right. his career, the way I just love the way he plays, you know, his mentality and whatnot. But, yeah. Did you have a player, Coque, that when he left the Cordial? Was it de acá de los buquis te cortaste las venas? No, well, like, I, you know, I grew up, I grew up in the in, in a similar era of the of La Liga where yeah. where. Ronaldinho was tearing it up. Oh man, Ronaldinho was tearing it Otro. up, and, and just the way, the joy that he played yeah. with, and the style that he played with, and the flair, and just the way that he was a true artist, like you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, it wasn't so much about cuántos goles van a notar. It's just like, what is he gonna do next, right? That's what you're expecting. So yeah, seeing his career trajectory and how when he left Barcelona and how he started kind of going to uh, AC Milan, Milan, and then he kind of. Started to uh, a down spiral. A down spiral because you saw that his lifestyle. Um, he was he was a player uh, that 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 was meant to be like a, a flash, boom, entrada por salida, and to to do to make his art, but live 
his life on his own terms. Like, am I going to go to practice or am I going to go party? Yeah. I and that's how it always was. And that's, that's, and that's what happens. In the opposite side, you have a player like Ronaldo. Que se ha cuidado. A tope. A tope. Mm -hmm. He's got that mentality of win, 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 win. And he's 38. And he's, yeah, he's he's in his, he's past his mid-30s. So you're thinking like, what? I always think, if Ronaldinho had the mentality and the discipline of, of Ronaldo, what would have happened? You know, it's crazy. But, I mean, that th those are what ifs that. that yeah, you would they, never know, right? They don't, yeah. serve, they don't really serve a purpose. No. But it makes you think of like, damn, what could have been, right? Yeah. And, and it's crazy because like. A lot, like a lot of people talk about like like yourself like it make you have that essence that Ronaldinho was in Barcelona forever. Ronaldinho was in Barcelona for two seasons. Yeah, that's insane to me. Because of all those all those magical moments. Yeah, he did Four. it in a very short time. Yeah. Short, like in it was almost every single game. He gave you that magical moment. Well, it was that's like insane. like he came in right after um, a year after. The 2002 World Cup. Mm -hmm. Yes, yo con Rafa Marquez. But then, yeah. like, say the Frank, the Frank, the Frank, the Frank, and in that one, it felt like like there was a change. Uh, y le dieron toda Raikard, like, hey, aquí cambias todo y va a ser tu equipo. And the team, it took him a while to mold in. Like, say the first yeah. season, they ended fourth place in the Liga, but then the next two seasons, 2005, 2004, 2005, and 2005, 2006. They won the Liga back to back with Ronaldo Ronaldinho winning the the Champions League, but that that 2005 2006 was just like the magical the yeah. magical uh, yeah. because in el in el, el clásico tres a cero con tres de Ronaldinho te con te aplaudo el Bernabéu siendo el Bernabéu es es especial it, it was sí, like sí, God damn and then you remember like the the like a clásico it was like Galacticos contra Ronaldinho y su y sus compas yeah. basically. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, but then after that, like 2007, you knew something was off, and then so by 2008, it's like, God damn. So Messi comes, picks up. Um, Which was I, honestly probably the best thing that could have happened to Messi. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't yeah. think Messi would have had that development yeah, that he had, sure. at least as fast, dude, without Ronaldinho. Sure. Ronaldinho was the best thing that could have happened to Messi, like his trajectory, yes. and the worst thing that could have happened to Giovanni Dos Santos, in my <laughs> yes. opinion. Yes. Because <laughs> of the I way. Guess. Giovanni idolized this guy, like almost trying to emulate his style of play. It was like, yeah. a, like <laughs> he could have, like he, he was gearing bars. towards yeah. another version. <laughs> he, de repente, yeah, he followed the wrong steps. Yeah, I mean, just uh, look at like uh, career. If you want to go like using another example, look at Carlos Vela. Mm. Right, he didn't have that Ronaldinho example. Yeah, but he's a solid player, mm -hmm. it's a, and it's another one of those what ifs. Like, damn, what if Vela actually would have taken like. Soccer series, uh, yeah, would have taken it really, really. Yeah, serious. I mean, I don't know. He just he has Bella probably has like the the one thing that a lot of Mexican players have is like the comfort of money and security. Well, I think yeah. for him, it's it's a, it's a job and the job. It's yeah. something that he well, does. That's what he said to yeah. make his living, but it's yeah, not still. it's not where his yeah. heart's at. You know, like yeah. he makes a good living, so he's yeah. gonna continue to do it and be a badass at it. But and he enjoys I think he it. He loves that it way. when he's on the field. I don't. Yeah. I think like the outside, the media, and all that. I think yeah, that's what derails yeah. him because nah, he hates and all I that understand political shit, like, especially he, with the. You know who is very similar to him in a way that enjoys the game. And you can, I mean, in the field, lo hace bien y juega bien. Drusi seems like a Bella. Ah, yeah. I feel like Drusi has the same thing. That don't put him in a in a in a commercial. In a commercial. Don't that, put him yeah. in this. Like even like yesterday, when he came out, he was like. <laughs> 
Like his, dude, his words mamanos. inspire me so much. <laughs> like I mean, which is, that's he's just her, his personality. That's like, him. Or like, you talking about yesterday at the, uh, at, at, the, the at the party? At the party. Yeah, um, to you, he was only there for like ten seconds. But I mean, for everybody, like for us, ten seconds that is like magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for him, it was like even though like for him, he appreciates it, but he's like his his mind is like. Like I want to go. <laughs> I want to go, but I, but but I want to show it in the field. Yeah. That's that's like it, his his that's love a, language, which I understand, Rusi. I love you too. That's a that's just a lead mentality as yeah. well. Like there's no one way of being elite, right? Right, right. There's multiple ways, and that's to me. I've I've said it to my friends, and it sounds exaggerated because it is, mm-hmm. but it is. In if you like dig a little deeper into it, Rusi mm-hmm. is gonna have an impact. In Austin FC history, very similar, at least in our lifetime probably, that Ronaldo had at Real Madrid. Because it's that culture that he's building yeah. within him as a player, that mentality that he's doing. Yeah, he's not, like you said, he's not a big media, like, oh, I want to go to the interviews and yeah. this, this and that. No. But he talks on the field. Yeah. And he and he will... Dude, like... It's más como el compas. Sí, es más... Look, I was thinking about this earlier. Like last season, our top goal scorer was Cecilia with seven. Lucy mm-hmm. has twenty two this season. That's more than twice, three times. It could have been twenty three. Could have been twenty two. That, <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> we we're going to talk about like shortly. Yeah. But uh, man, uh, another thing that I want to talk about is just like uh, the result for this clásico. Aquí vienen los trancazos. Aquí te, oh, yeah. aquí te comprometes y aquí te echo coques si quieres pelear. Vamos. Because I can't fight. Vamos para los dos. Now, Rishi, Rishi told me that, that Nev, he's like, the thing I know about Nev, he's, he's a teddy bear. I'm like, well, you're a teddy bear too, man. <laughs> I told him, I'm like the te- teddy bear. You know, the um, oh, I'm like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Grosero, <laughs> borracho. Le entramos a los chingadas. So we got classical. We got yeah. predictions. What do we, what do we got? Tu primero. I will go ahead and say I think it's going to be a 2-1 win for Madrid. Because cerradito. Cerradito, but not because not because uh, I think Barcelona's really like on there. It's more than anything because uh, Madrid is never going to do what Barcelona does to Madrid in a good day. Because Madrid doesn't look for that. Like nosotros no vamos al campo a matar. Vamos a ganar, mm-hmm. a, sea 1-0, a último minuto, lo que sea. Vamos a ganar. That's, that's, what, that's what the Madrid essence is. If you want to play beautiful and do this, and then that's a different story, right? Yeah. That's, more, that's more the Barcelona sense. Pinche yeah. pero seguro. Sí. And that's why when, cuando el Barcelona le sale, le sale perfecto, le yeah. sale bien. Y se ve bonito. Yeah. Pero... Te tienes esa mentalidad también a veces como pues como el como el de hoy. Cabizbajo si no sale. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and you see it in Austin too. It, it's happened here too because it's a lot of the very similar type of tactical play. Mm-hmm. Pero sí, yo, yo digo que va a ser un juego más cer- muy cerrado también porque las ganas que se tienen los dos equipos. Mm-hmm. Eh, yo digo sí, 2-1. 2-1. Okay. Yeah, I think after, after today's uh, Champions League result of... Barça, you know, mm. never go by never go by previous results when going squeaking, to a classical. Squeaking by, no, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that because of this classic, because of this previous result, they're going to win or lose. But I'm saying that it, you know they they tied uh, what was it three three? Yeah, three, so three. I think they're 
that's a draining. It's like super draining yeah. for a team, especially midweek, mm-hmm. and then having to go into a classical. Um, that that being said, I think I I, I want to say Bar- uh, Barcelona is going to win, uh, and it's going to be a high scoring go- high scoring game. You think another like uh, four three another four yeah. zero type thing or no, but not not a shutout like it was like I think yeah. it's going to be like a four three yeah. four three. Okay, honestly, I, I would want to see that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think we would all love to see. Yeah, that. yeah, we True. would all love to see that. But of course, I I would love to see Barcelona on top. On the, yeah, say Barca three two. Victor? Yeah, at least five goals, at least. Because you know what? If there's one thing, okay, back in the days, you know, uh, we didn't have Lewandowski, but he's actually scoring. Sechó dos goles hoy. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, we have something. We have some ammo. Yeah, so number nine, finally. We have a fine number nine. The, the reason why I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game is because we don't have Benzema at the top level right mm. now. Benzema's not at the top of his game. But eso es cuando se prende. Oh, sí. Te no, la no, deja no. Cayetana. Of course, but. You have uh, Madrid that's a lot more solid in the back now, which is a which good. You have you have you have Alaba, Militao, mm-hmm. and Rudiger. Those are, I mean, I want to say in the top ten of right. no, of, that's, of that's football. Mm-hmm. I think that's in the actually they're probably in the top five. That's a solid. That's a solid yeah. line. And right now Barca has a Bajas back, no, in especially back. in the. Tenemos a Piqué. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> no, uh, he's Eric, on my he's Eric on my bad side ever since the Shakira's. <laughs> I know, dude. Well. I, I I'm, I'm I'm pissed off at Piqué. Sácalo. Nah, but but que but, se vaya. That 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 aside, that aside, man, <laughs> on the football. I saw a picture today of uh, Rudiger's eye. It, mm-hmm. It's pretty swollen. Uh, hopefully, yeah. nah, Hopefully, uh, you know. I I like to see both squads at full strength. Yeah. You know, because no, then, that, then something happens. It's yeah. like, oh well, no, well, we didn't have that's, this player. That's how I am too. Like, if I'm gonna beat, you know, like if I'm gonna play against the best, I want to play him. At if I want to win away mm-hmm. against the best, I want to beat the best. At but the best. I also want to lose against their best. I don't want to yeah, be like no, you know no. with two players down and nah. But es que se me sí, se cayó este bate. Yeah, no, yeah. no, okay. Me ganaste por 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 yeah, ser mejor. No, no. I, I, I don't like. Uh, I'm right with there with you. I don't like that because it's it just sets a precedent. Like every time, va a haber una excusa. Sí. Like yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So gané, gané. Yeah. And yeah. It, it makes me think of me as as a younger fan, mm-hmm. as a younger Barça fan, especially in clásicos. You know, when when Barça would win, I was like, this is why we're th- this is a better better squad. <laughs> this is our style. Yeah. The way we dominate possession and el tiki taka and this and that. And then when Real Madrid would win, I would make excuses like, ah, no más juegan el contragolpe. That's how you chispa. used to be. And I'm like, but wait. Na- but now, now I, I, especially, you know, just watching soccer, yeah. kind of detaching from the fanatic side and seeing it for for the art side. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a different type of art, man. It's a, it's, it, that's all e- it is. Every, it's just every, different types every of Every team winning. is a different, different idea, a different scheme. So... Maybe it doesn't appeal to you, but you right. have to try to understand it. Yeah, and I think when I understood that the most is when Madrid won this past Champions League. And I was like, esos tienen la onza de, de un Juan Manuel Marquez contra Pacquiao. You might be losing, but they're not, they're not giving a little opening porque ahí te va el madrazo. Sí, yeah, I mean, and you guys said it. La Champions del año pasado, amongst all the magical moments, mm-hmm. There is this. There was this essence that we weren't. We weren't ready to say we were going to lose any game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might have lost the game, but we we went through, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can tell you that the game, the second leg against City, 
We needed two goals, right? And then mm. those last five minutes. Yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Jordi, I was watching the game with him at mm. half squad. It was it was already before Rodrigo scored that first one. He was he was like, nah, man, fuck this, dude. We can't believe they lost like that. Mm-hmm. He was he was getting ready to go buy some food. <laughs> he was ready to leave. I told him, nah, dude. I I was of course I was upset. I was yeah, quiet. Yeah. I was in I, I was in that zone. I was like, nah, dude. Wait, you're like Benzema with trust. I was like, it's coming. I was like, just, just give it, just wait until the whistle blows. Mm-hmm. We waited literally like 30, 40 seconds after I said that. Rodrigo scores the first one, and I'm not Nostradamus or nothing like that, right? <laughs> but it's easier. But, it's easier. But for me, he's not Nostradamus. Yeah. He's Nostradamus. Nef- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, it's I get those feelings. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if it's something that I, I don't think it's anything unique to me, right? Yeah. But I get those feelings that I know my team, right? Mm-hmm. It, even or maybe that's more of like why I want to be like a manager. Because I can kind of see, I can read the game in that sense. Mm-hmm. And Hernan will tell you, like, the, the game against Chelsea, the, against the game against PSG, I called every single sub and what minute Carlo was going to do them. Mm-hmm. Just watching him all season, getting all those things. But you might say, oh, that's just easy to tell. Well, it's not so easy. You can always just say he, that they're going to do the same things that they do. With Wolf, it's a different story. He tends to do the same things all, all, all the time. He already but, has I mean, the time. He has the time. But... That kind of has worked in MLS, right? Because it's a different type of league. So it, it might be something that, you know, it's just a tribute to the to the league and how the league is played. But for those games, like I could tell you, I was like, yeah, he's going to do this change and this is how the, how the change would be, mm-hmm. the tactical change would be. He would place this, this, and that. I, I'm, I was able to read all of that, and that's part of why I... During those games, I was very calm. Mm-hmm. I was never in a zone where I was like, "Fuck, we're gonna lose." That's it. That's all. I was even against against uh, PSG, which was the very first zone, in which you know they have Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. For the first time in a long time, Neymar was available f- for a game mm-hmm. in February. Right. And having all three of them, mm-hmm. all three of them scored two goals. Against a poor Madrid side. Uh, that's just amazing. Of, yeah. Just, just think about it. Like, that's insane to think about. This this was the time that PSG would have made that statement mm-hmm. and saying, we're going to be the better club. They, they missed their chance. They missed their chance. For sure. Yeah. And then they kept Mbappé and look at him now, right? On the subject of, uh, of PSG, the, the, the trident that they have and, you know, with... Uh, Mbappé, you know, the whole um, kind of controversy debate, you know, where he was rumored to be linked to Real Madrid. You know, it, it yeah. sounded like it was a pretty done deal, and then it fell through. He dis- Somehow PSG convinced him to stay, and they, like, they kind of promised him the world. Now he now he's very unhappy, and, yeah. and he's looking for a way out as soon as possible. Talk to me about your feelings and your thoughts on, on Mbappé. Man, I'll say this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me, like a lot of Madrid fans that I've seen, we are we are happy to see the bullet we dodged. 
Yeah. Now, um, you know, people that listen to the Top Flight podcast, at the time that Mbappé decided to reject Madrid the way that he did, I uh, I sent Hernan like a little <laughs> like a little letter for him to read uh, out there. And it was very heartfelt because I was already hurt. Because this guy played with the future of Real Madrid, essentially. He, he played with two years, a little more over two years worth of transfers and development of the club for him. And if you do that, I mean, you can say, yeah, he's the best player in the world right now. You can say he has amazing goal-scoring capabilities. But someone that feels Madrid the way I do will tell you there is no way I want this guy in my club even coming in the free, on a free. No way. I don't want this guy to even step on the Bernabeu. Mm. You know, the day that he comes to the Bernabeu, he's getting booed. And he should be because as a person, let alone as a football player, as a person, you can't do that. That's just disrespect to to the next level. Am I glad it's happening to him? As a person, no, because you don't want to be lied to. Mm. Mm -hmm. But he did that to my club. You know, he lied and he played with the club the way he did. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about karma earlier. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you lie in your in your transactions. You're gonna have some club lie to you. I mean, it's, yeah. you're only building up your your yeah. your, your, your yeah, reputation. That's just how how things work. I mean, it's not that uh, I don't. I never said that I wouldn't want Mbappe even from the beginning. No, of course I want Mbappe because the guy showed that he wanted Madrid. Mm-hmm. You know, he he played around with the feelings of Real Madrid fans for years. You know, yeah. saying, oh, look at my room, look at all these pictures of Ronaldo and this and that, right? But I always said that Mbappé is amazing. I've always wanted more of a natural goal scorer mm-hmm. like Haaland. Now, why do I say that? Because you get a crack of this. The one transfer that I wished would have happened for Madrid and uh, before the 2014 World Cup was Luis Suarez. Mm. Because I crave to see in Madrid another big-time scorer. Mm-hmm. Like the number nine. Another number nine. Yeah. Like not a Ronaldo, because Ronaldo is phenomenal. So yeah, it's it's something different. Yeah, something way different. But I was wanting to see a player that moved in the area like Luis Suarez did at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I remember that before that all of that happened, there was transfer rumors mm-hmm. of Luis Suarez flirting with Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, se va a ser, se, aquí viene, <laughs> this is the new Raul. Yeah, yeah. I heard of. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we got it. He went to Barcelona. I was like, God damn it. It was, uh, it was one of those that I think the, the, mo- the everything happened in the World Cup and then he needed a, a safe haven. And, and for that him, Barcelona was, Barcelona that. was yeah, a yeah. safe haven. But uh, I will tell you that. I will tell you this. I, w- I hate him now. I hate Suarez. Suarez. <laughs> I, <laughs> but not because of him necessarily playing for Barcelona, because I can get past that. Mm-hmm. You know, Figo played for Barcelona and Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm very neutral about him. But what I saw, and maybe he did it before that, and I just didn't really see it, but his the way that he plays... So dirty, dude. He's dirty. he's a dirty he's a yeah. dirty player. And but like dirty sure. to the next level. Like yeah. I've seen, like uh, Jordi Alba, for example. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys think of him. I personally, I cannot digest him. Yeah. Him, I, uh, like I, Sergio I Busquets with all that. So yeah. that that's all the shithousery yeah. that a player in Madrid would not be able to do it to the scale that they do. Mm-hmm. And, and shit, Vinicius is getting away with some of that now. And I hate that he's doing that mm-hmm. because that's not what you you're want used him to, to be. Seeing. No, it's, it's, not like that, it's not that I, what I want him to be. Of course, he's Brazilian. He can do whatever. whatever yeah. You know, he, he don't you prefer dance. Like, or yeah. Yeah. But the profile of uh, your average Madrid player is a more concrete, simple. Simple. Sim- yeah, it's more simple. Everything about Madrid is more of like a classic, simple, straight to the point thing. Now. I'm never. I'm not gonna be one of those saying, "Oh, Benny, don't celebrate dancing." Of course not. No, bailale, bailale. It's football. It's art. Look at the asses sentir. It's tu pasión, right? But ya de ahí, si te tocan tirarte y estarte ahí diez minutos llorando por algo que no pasó. Those type of things is what makes the tracks people from the sport, and it just makes it. Boring. I could. I love watching Austin last season, mm-hmm. right. but the I results. hated watching them lose. Yeah, the yeah. Play, the, lose, the, the losing was the worst. Actually, yeah. them playing in the stadium. No, when you look at it, you can see uh, structure. I mean, mm-hmm. like you can see some type of. You, you can know, see that system, something. that base. You can yeah. see something like okay, they're working on this idea. It's not flourishing because it's different when you're training than when you're actually mm-hmm. in the game. Um, that consistency. It, it just, but I mean, now you can see it. It might, like, say for example, right now, it might look like, oh, they look like shit. But it's just one of those things that, whenever the system kicks in and it kicks in good, I mean, they can do damage. Yeah. Like you uh, said oh, absolutely. earlier, yeah. When Barcelona, si el Barcelona juega bien y gana, todos felices. What Wolf said at last season when he was uh, introdu- introducing himself to the media and to the fans that his model of play. It's very similar to that of a tiki taka. When I heard that, obviously I was like, "God damn!" Yeah, valimos madre. Yeah, valimos madre. is like, yeah. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm gonna support this shit." <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're over here like, as soon as he's in there, like, send him links of like, las sufridas, las más sufridas right. de Real Madrid. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm happy that he went that way because I'm also a lover of the sport. Yeah, I love watching beautiful football. Yeah. Who doesn't love watching beautiful mm-hmm. football? Watching like a lot, pretty much every single goal that scored here at Q two or that Austin himself scores, the build up play to a build up most play. of those yeah. dude is fucking beautiful. It's been incredible. It's There's incredible. been a lot of goals where I've seen him be like, "This is the definition of wolf ball." Yeah, and then you used to look at the next game. This is the definition <laughs> right? of then, wolf ball. But no, yeah. but like say we score <laughs> and then or it has happened where you know we don't score, but after we don't score, the transition goes to we get scored. Yeah, which is like the sad moment. It's kind of like oh, it is. But imagine, imagine, just what if, right? Yeah, this team with this coach gets that system down a hundred percent the way that Wolf wants it. They're gonna this, be that team could win Champions League. The the well, I mean, with that style of play, maybe you know, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they could get. I mean, I'm not saying they could. Well, we, out, even even like say like yeah. LAFC when they were like 2019, their style of play was like straightforward, straightforward. Yeah. Ataca, directo. ataca, ataca. Mm-hmm. Por eso le metían goles porque atacaban. Y Pero metía. Pero metía. And that, and like now, like this season with Austin FC, you have a hybrid of a system, right? Yeah. You do have that system uh, where you try to play beautiful, mm-hmm. but 
and that's kind of why they concede more than they should. But they have that mentality of like, si me metes dos, te meto tres. Yeah. You know. It, and, and it's a risky one. It's a risky si no one. Metes, but it has worked. But it has worked. But yeah. you also have games like uh, like the Nashville game here at home. That was. They had yeah. chance after chance. Yeah. Y no se mete. No llegaron. Oh, en Portland or, también. Or Portland. Or Wait, Seattle. Even like, you know, este, the most recent one contra este Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, even that. Like, Dos goles que anularon. It was yeah. like so close. I mean, it's, it, and it's a hard, because the angles, and I feel like this is where Emma should improve on, on. And Apple TV. If there's one thing Apple TV needs to do when they come in, it's improve that shit. problema que la tecnología no está siendo usada como, como debe se ser. debe ser. Sí. O sea, ahí es cuando te dices... Uh, por ejemplo, el robo que le hicieron al Barcelona la semana pasada fue en mano clara. Uh -huh. No hay manera que eso uh -huh. en un bar no debe ser penal. Uh -huh. Sin embargo, no fue penal. Sí, chamada. ¿Ves? Yeah, so, cos cosas así. O sea, pero nunca importa hasta que le pase a tu equipo. Esa es, el, esa es la cosa. Pero, ¿sabes qué? Si para mí algo que, que yo quiero, que el, me gustaría, yo como, como uh -huh. aficionado y como yo el fútbol, porque yo, yo he crecido con equipos que o los quieres o los amas, uh -huh. I want Austin FC to be that same type of team. You either love them or hate them, but I don't want them to be like mid-table, you know. I want them to like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I want to be like, ser odiados porque ganamos. No, odiame más. Odi yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you quiero ser, I don't like, think Austin FC has a, sh a shortage of haters on, on the webs at least. So. I mean, <laughs> but, but if you look at it, like say, like, I mean, fan base, like say, for yeah. example, fan base, we have that already. Um, fan base, yeah. And so I want I want that to reflect on the field, like in the, in the, in the fans, it's, it's there. But I want it to be in the field because, like, it, it, I feel like, especially in Texas, like may, maybe not nationwide, but especially in Texas, because like Houston won two in a row, but oh. after that, nada. Dallas has never won, so they they haven't really been as relevant as not until Austin FC came in and they started like giving punches. And and that will come with time. That will come yeah. with time, but. I like the essence of the club, at least right now. I don't see the club going hard after that strategy because this season we saw them going from from that mentality of keep doubting us, right? Yeah. And then they're in second place most of the season and this and that. And they start believing it. And we saw what happened when they really start to believe it, right? Yeah. So, so, so uh, this yeah. is a yeah. club that's going to be, at least in its first 10, 15 years, it should have that structure of being, well, como, como Santos, precisamente mm -hmm. como Santos. We're not the biggest. We well, might not be the best. Pero te vamos a Pero te vamos a chingadazos. Yeah. Y ahí, gánanos. Ven yeah. a mi casa, gáname. Yeah. And, and I think that's a great structure to start with. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to talk about us and see having haters, just go to Columbus. <laughs> just go to Ohio. Sure. They, There's... The o our owner itself himself brings a lot of that, half yeah. of that. You mm -hmm. know, the league hates. Uh, at least last season, I saw a lot of hate towards Austin FC just because of the owner. Yeah, I guess the pre-court. You, know, you know what I mean? So that 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 will come with time, especially once we have bare established uh, rivalries, because Crisis. like it's not Houston, Houston and Dallas. Uh, we're more specifically Houston. It's not that I don't see them as rivals. But if you want to see yourself as a team that's really growing, you can't really have a rival in the lower side of the table. Yeah. Like, 
as much as they have, right? Mm -hmm. I consider a rival LAFC. Now, I don't consider them a rival in the way that the clubs are built. Because mm -hmm. obviously LAFC is built to be a star team. Yeah. But Austin, uh, but in terms of football, you know, in terms of results, mm -hmm. that's where I see that that's a rival. That's going to be, yeah, where you could be like, that's what, you know, and, and there is like a lot of things for that rivalry to happen. You know, you have a lot of California people coming to here and yeah. this and that. You have, you it's have little the makings, connections. It's got yeah. the makings of a rivalry. It does. Yeah. And I think now Dallas is a different story, but I think Dallas right now, it, that rivalry is that way because we haven't beat them. Yeah. The true. day we beat them and we get like a little run against them, I think it's going to die, gonna die down. down. Because they're mostly because their fan bases are not. As it's involved. not the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Him. But LAFC's fan base is very involved. Imagine yeah, sure. a, a game sure. where you have the thirty-two fifty-two on one side and all of their, you know, yeah. ultras, the District 9, and then Los Verdes, La Murga, and Anthem in a See, SoFi now, Stadium. Hey, like just, just, just imagine, now imagine that, but con the five people in El Batallón. Right. Nah, you're not. You're, you're not gonna get. Yeah, it's not, you're the same. not. No, it's, it's not, not the same. same. Yeah. No, I mean, even in their stadium, like, yeah, there was mass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna have. If I, I guarantee you, if uh, Austin would play Dallas or Houston in a neutral stadium, there will still be We're a still, lot more. And like saying, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, it will be. Um, it, I mean, you same. take you take the game to the Alamo Dome, it's gonna be controlled by by Austin for sure. Yeah. Um, pero. I think Austin is como el, el por decir, aquí está el, el guapo, que es el AFC, tiene dinero. Y de repente, entonces acá llegas y no, necesitas un vato que le dé la madre porque ya se le ha puesto. Y traes el primo que sabe pelear, aunque esté feo, yeah, pero, yeah. Le, pero, pero le, si le, le entra. entra. I feel like Austin is like that. Yeah. No. Like, cámara, cámara, cámara. Uh, no, I, I think, I personally see Austin como, va a ser como el equipo de todos. Va a ser el equipo de todos. Porque va a ser como el... Todos contra el AFC. Yeah. You know, sure. or contra, o sea, ahorita casi como es contra Galaxy, right? Mm -hmm. LAFC fans and Austin FC fans can both come together to one thing. Fuck Carson. Yeah. You know <laughs> That I mean? is for sure. Pero That is the if Carson keeps going, going, building the club the way that they are, mm -hmm. Carson's going to disappear uh, out of the media radio, radar. You know, and it's gonna become Austin FC. Hopefully, yeah. that takes you can't you can't rely talk, on talk one player. Talk to me a little bit about that. Like, why do you say the, the way that Carson's building their club? Because Sorry, I'm a little because off. of the way that they've been bringing in players, star players. Right. They don't work out. Yeah. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean. The, the only one like was the Slatan. Yeah. After that, le puedes echar chingo de billete un equipo. Si no te funciona, si no te da resultados, es Slatan. Era para que le hubiera dado una MLS Cup. Yeah. Yeah. No pasó. Yeah. Y no pasó, si no, me, si no me equivoco, porque los eliminó el AFC. Yeah. De, de esa semifinal o algo así. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Because, and, you know, not, not to bring up the example, but it's like Barcelona this season, right? Mm -hmm. Chingo de lana que se entró y, y hasta ahorita. ¿no? A duras penas. A duras penas. A sí. pan y agua nos traen. Yeah. Ahora... Pues trajeron a Chicharito, pero pues son, o oh, a Ricky Puge, son jugadores que han, hasta ahorita, uh -huh. han sido puro nombre. Uh 
¿me entiendes? Y eso es algo que Austin FC no va a hacer. Austin FC no te va a traer a un jugador sin que tenga méritos uh -huh. para que sea, para que entre en el equipo. Yo te aseguro que a Rigoni no lo trajeron porque Rigoni ha jugado en Europa, que esto que esto, no. Josh, Claudio se sentaron y han visto a Rigano jugar todo sí. eso y dijeron, a esto que hace él va a encajar perfecto. Si no es por eso, te aseguro que no lo traen. No, and, and you can yeah. tell you can tell a little bit with the, the productivity of so many different players in their team. You know, you have obviously Drusi performing at a phenomenal uh -huh. rate. You got Fagundes performing at a great rate. You got Maxi in his time doing yeah. his thing. Danny Hoos is stepping up. So many different pieces have stepped up absolutely in different times, and I think that's what you're getting at. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're creating more of a. A of team a, of an ecosystem a, yeah. of a team that that feeds each other. Yeah, that doesn't uh, rely on like th one star that that we just threw a bunch of money at. Maybe no. Drus is the one that you know. See, see, no. Drus is your perfect yeah. combine of that because but he's a yeah, team so player. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but see, he's the type of player that makes makes you play better. Yeah, yeah. But you can always you can always tell by the way everyone in the field plays with him. Yeah. Even even the worst player in the team, you know. Entra animado whenever Drusi is there. Uh, if Drusi has sido like one in a billion for us, really, because even last season, his second game ya era ya fue titular. Yeah. Pero fue titular porque él quiso. Mm -hmm. y porque luego, luego entendió el sistema. And you could tell the difference. I remember doing the fan interviews uh, with Ross and TV outside and being and being like, dude, this guy's on a different speed. Yeah. Like he, you can well, tell, like, the, the pase, la, la calidad, el control del balón, yeah. todo, o sea, and you can now see it in more players. Now, you see a lot, you see a lot better version of Diego, you see a lot better version of uh, Danny Pereira, you know, mm. Think, little things like that, that he passes on and encourages his, uh, his, his pacing, that's the one thing that I noticed. Oh, yeah. Like, the way, like, he would, like, when there was times que estaban descontrolados, like, say, before he was here, You can always, you know, you can sense an, uh, discomfort in the team. Mm -hmm. When he was in the game, it was like, estaban calmados. They're like, okay, cool. And, and then he'll just be like this. Like, he'll walk it. Pásamela, I'll give it back to you. And I'm, you know, you're going to see me go this way. And he would do like, triangul like las triangulaciones, que son las más sencillas. Era porque él, él animaba a que ellos, sus jugadores movieran. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, you see Romagna's, you know, Play like with the ball is improved. Cascante uh -huh. is the reason why he improved is because of Drusi's. I mean, Brink is a little more higher because next to Drusi, I y, wish Brink's a little Yeah. One thing that he has is if another player messes it up, he does not get mad. No. Like, he asks for it, I'm like, and he keeps going and he's like, vamos, vamos. Yeah. Like, he does not get mad. Like, say, he's only been mad at him. I, I feel like he's only been frustrated at himself. Whenever he can't score, or whenever he can't help or the team, or when he knows he's having a bad game, or whenever he knows he's having he's a bad game, yeah. But he does not like you. Don't never see him getting mad at his teammates. No, no. It, well, at least no lo enseña, and yeah. that, that's something that you know speaks volumes to him because yeah. he he himself as a star player. Mm -hmm. I don't think Austin could have had anybody better. I mean, I can. I've, I've sc me and my friends like. We've done like little scouts reports, yeah. right? And we're like, okay, this player would have been good. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the otro. Oh, este tiene cualidades similares. But when you really look at it, at this, 
the scouting that they did with him, getting to know him as a person, mm. now he fit into this club. I don't think they could have had any better. No, that's, for sure. That's that's why that's, I that's why I would say that he would have that impact that like a Cristiano yeah. had at Madrid because it's I feel like it was like the perfect partnership. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario for sure. Drusi has been the best case scenario for Austin FC. Oh, I yeah. think we can all agree on that. And you know, hopefully this <coughs> this. Uh, like you say, it's it's the birth of something that is an era, like a Drusi yeah. era mm-hmm. in Austin FC. We would love to see that. In MLS, honestly. Yeah, the way that yeah it's in, going. in MLS. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that we're look, kind of zooming out, how, 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 how would you rate this season? Um, you know, how, what grade would you give Austin FC for this <sighs> Man, season? That, that, that's a hard question because, and I've, for the past two days, I've been thinking about it, yeah. honestly, because... You gotta put everything, every little thing into perspective when yeah, looking yeah. at the season, right? So you gotta put into perspective the last season we were twelve, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're second. We climbed up mm-hmm. ten, ten, ten uh, positions. Ten positions. Yeah. Last season, I remember at the end of that Kansas City game, I lo- uh, me and my friends were on the phone and we're like, "Dude, we're making playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're, we're mi- we we might end up in like the seventh the position." Seventh. But we're on the Last, final day, but yeah. we're going to get to playoffs, yeah. right? Did never, not even after the first five games, mm-hmm. would I be able to tell you we're going to end up this season in second place. Now, a lot, of course, a lot of uh, things come down to Wolf and how he has managed himself and how he's mm-hmm. actually grown. Because I was one of those people that in the first season said Wolf out, right? Mm-hmm. But I said Wolf out. Because of, I didn't see him learning game by game. Mm. Now, uh, throughout the, he had the preseason, he had the first game, and throughout the season, you saw the development in him as a coach. Mm-hmm. Those people that say Wolf in, just because oh, give him time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a new coach. This is fair. That's mm-hmm. fine. I I come from watching Real Madrid and Santos, right? Mm-hmm. I do not have the patience to give a brand new team to a brand new coach. Mm-hmm. Now it has worked; it's worked so far. It's mm-hmm. done wonders. Mm-hmm. But if you were to, ask, if I was pre-court, and I was building this team from scratch, there's no way you could have picked John. There's <coughs> one I didn't know him. Two, and I don't know. It's too maybe because MLS doesn't have that relegation thing. But there's too much to gamble, in at least in my head. Mm-hmm. To give this to a, uh, this franchise, a brand new franchise, mm-hmm. in a brand new market, to a to someone that has no experience as a as a as a head coach, right, right. because you can have your sedans, right, mm-hmm. that win everything in the first four or five years, mm-hmm. or you could have your pirlos, mm-hmm. right, give them give them a team, make it yours, don't do anything with it. Right. Right? Pirlo had Ronaldo. He didn't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So for me, that that's what it was. For me, it was like I don't think he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And I and I like, you know, we, <laughs> us as NFC fans, will have that in the back of our heads forever. That Dallas game. That was yeah. Yeah, you see that, and you're like, how is Get he allowed to coach? Yeah, yeah. How is he? That's a that disrespectful in many levels to whatever, right? Mm. But I looked at that, and I'm like. How, how, like, just please, pre-court, please send a statement and tell us what, why. Mm-hmm. But that's why 
I said we'll fuck. I, I mean, I saw that the, how the team was playing. I saw, mm-hmm. I saw the balance. And I was like, if they gave him a second season, I'm not necessarily too mad about it, but I want to see him grow. As a yeah, coach. Yeah. I want to see his changes and the, the way that he develops the team actually grow. And I saw that, and I was happy with that. But I never, never uh, would I have thought that they would end up in second place. So for me, I would give them an A because I, I do think he grew. I think they could have done better. Yeah, I honestly think that they could have done better. I'm not saying I've never been. I never was that fan that said, "Oh, we got to go 100 percent for the shield," because mm-hmm. that you know, thinking of last season. So I always wanted to play it safe, right? Mm-hmm. Like do everything you can to hold on to that <laughs> second place, but. Yeah, they could have done better. They could have. They could have gotten that A plus. There was games there that I feel like they threw away the game. Yeah, they. And I think, um, like for me, as you know, when I saw like, like say Wolf after Dallas, I'm like, man, if he doesn't learn how to play with Druzy, yeah, it's gonna be like literally no no point in return for him. Yeah, but Druzy coming in and and starting the second game, there was a a pivot to what Austin FC is now. Because now that you're losing, but at least you're losing playing well. Exactly. You know, now you're losing, you know, with your head up. And I, you're losing like you fought. So I don't want to say that Drusy saved Josh's job. Because in other countries, you know, maybe that would have been the case. Mm-hmm. I don't think Josh's job was ever on the line. But I know for a fact that if Josh would have been in Mexico, he would have been sacked. After if he would have been games. in Europe, he would have been yeah. sacked. You and, know what I mean? And, so. and, and so one thing, like say, uh, and I mean the MLS does have relegations, so you mm-hmm. can actually organize more structure. Yeah, you can. So you, you don't have your pressure. Projects, of, yeah. yeah. So I think like like it worked out for him, and you know, second place, like you said, he gets an A. Um, where he can do better, I, I think transitions are the ones that he needs to just improve. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. it's not, yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be. Uh, I think that's more of like the development of a club because obviously, you know, as you like the third year, right? What mm-hmm. can we look forward to? The, forget about playoffs right now, right? Yeah. That's an uh, third year Austin FC team. What are we expecting as fans, right? What can we look forward to? I think, and no disrespect to Maxi or in, or Danny Hoos or anything, mm-hmm. but you could have a killer number nine. There is better number nine. You have to go, right? uh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can upgrade. You can always For upgrade. Sure. Yeah. You know? Now, does Maxi and Musa and Danny do a good job? Oh, they, they do their job, of course, within the system. Yeah. Can you do better after? Of course. Now, would I like Maxi to be better? And to yes, have, no, ha- yeah. would I rather, instead of going out there and buy another player? Of course, absolutely. I love Maxi. I want him to have those uh, season like Juicy's, for example, right? Have that proper number nine. Uh, yeah. He wanted Drusi from the beginning of the season. Exactly. Like to be more consistent because yeah. I think I think like right now you can see even even on him like in the game. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's a little bit of fatigue, pero está, uh, ment- I think more so mentally than physically. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Because mentally, he's tough. he's a uh, like the last game he was just estaba cabizbajo, but I feel like el día que la meta va a estar. I think this last stretch of like five seven games. I think the focus, I mean, of course they want to win, right? I, th- mm-hmm. I think the focus became more of Drusy's MVP status, which yeah. I don't blame them because, like, it, you know, those who, those who have played club, right, who have actually, like, played in a team, mm-hmm. you always have that, like, 
you have your goals, right? And you have your, your teammates. If you're playing with your best friend or this and that, and you want them to score, yeah. you're going to do everything. Or, or just the best player in your team, right? Mm. You want them. You want to give them the ball the whole time, right? Yeah. You want to feed them. Yeah, you, you want them to feed eat. them because you, them you, you see that as the solution to your team winning the whole time. Right. Fair, it's valid, but that gets away from what Wolf really imp- implements. Yeah. And that's where I think they got lost a little. No, I agree. I think they got lost in the sauce a little bit because I think there mm-hmm. were some games that potentially the Rusi could have sat out to, to uh, just give himself a little bit more rest Yeah, and get a little bit of rotation up top, but because of his pursuit for the MVP and the, the, golden, the golden boot, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they kept playing him over and over. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I can imagine him in the – Talking to Wolf and saying like, "I need to play. I want to play," and With, Wolf being like, "And I'm glad right. he has that mentality." All right, dude. But that's 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 one place where Wolf should have been like, been telling the guy and been like, "You know what? Yeah, yeah. let's let's today sit. today let's sit. you'll sit down for a little yeah. bit. If depending on how the game goes, so, so do that thing going into twenty like next season. Um, one thing that I that I have is the players. You know, there's something that we need to learn is. We're gonna go into Champions League, uh, possibly, possibly. Yeah. If you know, so that means we're gonna it's have to almost, play. it's very likely. Seeing that you know, we need basically if we don't win MLS Cup, it mm-hmm. has to be someone above us. Someone above us wins that we we're in. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's very likely. And, and then like so, we have that, and that means more travel. Like say more games, like you had this season in the in the week, yep. but they're gonna be out of the country. Longer travel hours. Oh no, that, so, that's that's, so that's the thing. That's, that's another thing that now you, and I was like, how can you? Because you know, this season the yeah. first game that was not MLS, it was the you know the US, US Open. Open. Um, <laughs> como que nos, nos, but I feel like it will be a good point of, to think of. Okay, start preparing ourselves for if we're gonna con- continue to you know aim higher. Yeah, you're gonna be competing and and you know. I don't know higher levels, but for sure more uh, intensity when it comes up to travel, when it comes up to like logistics and you yeah. know, resting, absolutely rotations. Now Drusi cannot play like every game no. as much as we want. Which out. even against the uh, against San Antonio, I don't think he played like the whole game. I know yeah. Fagu, Fagu played, played one twenty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he came and played another ninety over here or something Which was like insane. that. Insane. I yeah. thought that was insane. Yeah, no, yeah. Fagu's. Yeah, but he's, he's a machine. Yeah. He is a machine, and <laughs> he's a machine for this club. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ¿sabes de quién lo sacó? De esta Alicia. Ayer está un bailón que está echando. Oh, for real? Dude, she can dance, man. Shout out to Alicia. Saludos. Saludos a la tía. But, yeah, I think as a club, what they have to prepare with the most is that squad depth. Because yeah, for sure. you have to. They, they're as much as I love Ruben and defensively as much as, and, and Cascante. They can you can and, sure. and that League's Cup that we're gonna have, where MLS is gonna stop for a whole month, is really gonna put into perspective if they don't already have it. That if you're gonna play international cups, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to have international type level players. You can, yeah. Because I mean. Of course, they're friendlies. Of course, this and that. But you saw what Pachuca, Con Atlas, Atlas, and Tigres yeah. have come here. Now, are those big teams in Mexico? Absolutely. Not every team in Mexico has that caliber. But the small teams in Mexico can compete against these guys. Mm-hmm. There's no 
there shouldn't be no reason why we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Austin FC has the football to do it. Austin FC has the players to do it. But Julio and Gaberson would get pretty exposed in terms of speed. Do you think it's start? It's time because you're gonna go into like la 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 esta la Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna go to the other one. Mm-hmm. It's time to start thinking of Mexican players. Oh, from the start, but okay. because not because not okay, because Mexican players. Yeah, yeah. It's just because they're more. I don't want to say more talented, but they're just more more football focused, right? Mm-hmm. The American player tends to be more physical. Yeah, you know, and like I said, no disrespect to any player. I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional mm-hmm. player myself for multiple more very reasons, right? But it's no rocket science to know, like. You tell me, you think Jared Stroud would be a starter in Mazatlán? No. No? Right? Mm-mm. You think... In Correcaminos. <laughs> well, maybe in La <laughs> and, and not to undersell him, yeah, yeah. but it's just he he's an athlete. He's fast. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a great uh, body, right? He's built for to play. Yeah. But it's just uh, football uh, mental agility that is, is just different. Now, I'm not just saying about... Mexican players. I mean, I would personally bring in a couple. I, I can tell you right now in the midfield, uh, Marcel Ruiz is one player that I love. Mm-hmm. But I'm not married to the idea of a Mexican player. I, I don't care where they're from. As long as I, they, I they want contribute. A, I want quality players. Yeah, quality. Right? I think that's that's. I, what, I that's think what that's more that at. where they where they and I think that's where Claudio and the whole team is mm-hmm. kind of like that. But if you want to bring someone, a Mexican player, mm-hmm. make sure that, just like I said earlier, he it fits. Through. Yeah. It, it fits, fits and it system. works. It's well, it's kind of like, like, say, it's con not este, just a name or somebody like, like that. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, Gonzalo Pineda, when he came uh-huh. to Seattle. Right. Low profile. Yeah. Y se quedó, ganó. Sí. Y ahorita, I mean, he's a coach at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He, he's been there. I thought he was going to get sacked, but he's actually been there for, mm-hmm. you know, because some he, time. Because they're going to do what, they do what Austin both. did. Yeah. Well, look at what Perfect example here would be uh, Dallas and Houston. Yeah, they sacked their coaches last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did they do? They bring in that profile of coach that will face under Bill Halter's belt, under that school, under that system, and that's what they want. And that's what uh, what MLS is going to become. Serving, yeah, but is that the best thing that can happen to the league? I personally don't think so, because. If you're planning on that, you're planning on long, long-term projects, yeah. which means monotonous, not much yeah, versatility. You're not, you're, yeah, because you're you're think you're not thinking of like uh, adding relegation and mm-hmm. uh, promotion into it, which is sad because really it adds to the sport. Uh, it makes more games it, matter. It, yes, exactly. It, 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 make, it gives more excitement. Exactly. Like, if you look like, at the English Premier League, the relegation, uh-huh. the, the last few games that they had, mm-hmm. the teams that are at the bottom, it was insane. It felt like they were playing the una final. Yeah. Right. They were just playing for survival. The, to but have that this. in MLS. And picture this. Imagine that that last game against Colorado would have been the point that saved Colorado from relegation. Yes. Just, 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 going just, out there. Just, just to put it into yeah. a little perspective, right? Because Austin FC went into that game thinking, oh, okay, well, I win or I draw, but maybe not. I'm not going yeah. to lose. I'm, I'm, right? I'm not going to lose. I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. good where I'm at, right? Now, your prediction for the playoff. 
Yeah, for the playoffs. Let's get into it. Sunday, two p.m. Two p.m. Prediction of a uh, little rain, a little coolness. What's gonna happen? I think it's gonna be sixty percent rain. I, I love when it's weather like that. Yeah, we're gonna bring the, you know, the little plastic cover. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're we're playing Rousset Lake Rousset. here at QT. We've our record against Rousset Lake is favorable. I'd say. Uh, of, I think of, it's the best that we could have gotten. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. best card we could have drawn. So I. How do you how do you how do you feel about the, the upcoming match? It's hard not to be like extremely biased until you, you know, we're good. I mean, of course, I believe we're gonna win. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a doubt in my in my head that we're gonna win. How we're gonna win? I think it's a different thing. I don't think we're gonna smack them. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be necessarily a close close game, in my head. But it is gonna be one of those games where it's gonna be stagnant, stagnant, stagnant until the first goal. Whichever side that comes from, I know Austin FC is prepared mm-hmm. in terms of going down one because they've done it all season. Yeah, yeah. You know, they go down, they come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if, I know that if Austin FC scores first and they don't get scored within the first five minutes of getting that goal, uh, of, of scoring that goal, I think the floodgates might open. Because it could open a, up. Yeah, because I mean that's how it was with Jadez Hattrick, right? Yeah, he scored, and then like ten minutes after that. They didn't, get, they didn't get scored on the other And that's really how Austin FC's like goal scoring type of mentality has been. So I definitely see a 3 1 win. I think I think that that's, that, that's uh, doable, mm-hmm. definitely. And I mean, especially like after last night's party and Drewsy's inspiring words. I, I you think. Know. Wait, I think <laughs> last. You say that. I know he didn't say he didn't much. No, anything. he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Okay, okay, okay. He just like, like yeah, I, I was. I was wondering what, what, maybe he said something. Yeah, like no, Diego no. is the one that said, uh, "I like all the songs from Namura because that's yeah. his favorite song." He's like, oh, "I like all of them." All He's of come them. ready on Sunday, uh, like being political. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, going going back to really quick to to the party, I think I think it's what it was needed. Uh, I think so too. I think, I think just, but not just for us fans. I think him. I, I think the, the players. And I wish. I mean, obviously, more than likely wasn't possible. But if I wish that every single player in the squad could have been, been there, there to yeah. see that, yeah. because I mean, it was, the like, atmosphere was. Cas- it's, it's just Cascante, different. I wish you could have been there. Like especially yeah. the one that has been having a rough time. Exactly. This season. Exactly. It would have just like shown, like we still love you. We got you know. Yeah, no, we push I, it to the limit. But I, we still and I love think you. Cascante, like specifically Cascante. Yeah. I think he's one of those players where I can understand them because when I played club, um, I was very emotional, and I feel like yeah. he's the same way. Where it's like, damn, ya la cagué. You know, like, mm. okay, but well, I seguir jugando, like, but in the back of your head when you get home, you're like. Like damn fuck, yeah, yeah. You know, and for him, I imagine it's even worse because he not only does he have like social media and all that stuff that he has, but he does this for a living, and he has to go back and look at those plays mm-hmm. constantly, you know, to get of course to get better and whatnot. But in the back of your head, you're like, damn, honestly, I did kind of fuck up there, you know, type yeah. of thing. Which you know, Cascante should know, you know, that this fan base loves him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he he's a professional. That's yeah, his yeah. job. So he, I mean, there's part of it where, like, hey, at the end of the day, like, you're playing, you know, yeah. in a place where millions of people wish you could play. But I, I think you're right. You know, one, I feel like not just the players, but I feel like the people that work in the team needed this. 
Oh like yeah, yesterday. Absolutely. Because this past couple of like months, I felt a bit of, like a little tense, distance. Yeah, tense, distance from from everyone. Um, but I, yesterday, they they went to their own section, but there was a more. There was a little history. more like everybody's on the same page. Yeah. And when when King Louis pop, you know, puso las cumbias y I la banda. And, and honestly, I think it's, it's actually. Not, I don't think that it's that reason. I think it's more. Like, since the whole Cecilio thing came out, really. Yeah, we like haven't that, had a moment to really just get together. And yeah, I don't do think, yeah, I don't think it's just been like, okay, this happened, and like, fuck it, let's just miss it, let's go, 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 go. And thankfully, it's had, it has worked, you know, you know, the team yeah. finished. I mean, maybe not football-wise the way that we wanted to, mm-hmm. but results-wise, yes. I mean, we're in second place, we're going to get RSL, and, you know, the team... It's looking good. The only thing that I don't like going into this game is that Austin FC is going into it as a favorite. Yeah. And now now RSL is playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just wish that if I I was a coach, right, if I was Joshua, one thing that I would ingrain into these players' head, don't ever think you're superior to them. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, because the moment you start really believing that, you can think you as a player like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna, do. but if you as a team as a unit start believing that each and every single one of you is like that in a arrogant way, it's gonna backfire. It's gonna backfire. Yeah. You, you can't do that. And and that's the thing that I've noticed <coughs> um, with a lot of a lot of the buzz around this game. Uh, I think a lot of fans, and I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. We look. Okay, uh, Real Salt Lake, we're gonna win. Potentially, we're gonna go against Dallas. We're gonna finally get like we're already thinking ahead. Yeah, you're, you're already thinking ahead. Like, you got you have this game. Yeah, it's fine to dream and like yeah. you know look at the bigger picture because like even right now we're talking about cha- uh, Champions League, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, for and, sure. And that's fine, but you got as a fan. If you don't want to get your heart broken, you have to be within the around. realms yeah. of reality. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I like during the games and whatnot, I've seen people tweet, Austin FC is the best team in the world. Yeah, of course. Like you, you're gonna feel that. You know, mm-hmm. now do you really mean it? Of course, probably not. And I hope not, because you know we haven't shown really anything. <laughs> but of we course, we gotta win titles. Yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> win titles. You gotta you gotta prove it on the international stage. Right. But it's Austin FC. If the team gives you that feeling, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. It's a good you thing. Know? Um, like but I think it's very valid what you say. Like in terms of in the locker room, they can't um, underestimate their opponent. No, no, they no. Ha- they have to play. Uh, uh, There's uh, a respectful, right. respectable opponent that is there to compete and that earned their spot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna have a mentality, they can't have a mentality of superiority. Yeah. Right. They can't go in there thinking that because they're not. Like they, if let's just be realistic. They're, and, they're and, not. And I feel like this past couple of games helped some players calmar, calmarse y no estar, no llegar muy super, super, super elevados. Elevados. Yeah, because like I mean, you, you can even sense it, like just in the, the way, like they're they're you know they're interacting moving, on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ruben yesterday, like he he came out, you know, like relajado. Yeah. Like Ring, you know, he said a couple of things. Stuber, I mean, Stuber, Simper was like, Stuber. Yeah, you can always tell he's going. But you, you can you can just sense it, like like you know, they're like, hey, just come out Sunday and come out ready to win. Um, but you can sense them just like 
estamos también nosotros, you know, one step away from, from you know, from a disaster. Yeah. If shit goes down south. But we're also one step away from greatness. Glory. And, and like, like I said, I mean, it's, it's good to look ahead, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to hang on to that. Because, mm -hmm. okay, let, like, I don't know about y'all. I think if we were to, we, we go to the second round, I'm more scared of going into that third one. You know, to that conference final, because I don't, I don't. That's where I'm like, well, if we if we go to the second, we gotta either face Dallas, which we have never beat, or we face Nashville, which we struggled with. Which year. we struggled with a lot. You know right, what I mean? Right. We let's say LAFC goes on to conference final. We've beaten LAFC, right? We have that. Like, you know, for us. We haven't beat Nashville this season. We yeah. haven't beat Dallas this season. So I, I as a fan, that's more what I'm looking at, right? Now, how beautiful would it be that our first win against Dallas would be at home on a playoff? That would be, be fucking beautiful. That would be poetic. Amazing. Yeah, poetic yeah, yeah, poetic justice if you want. But and I'm going to write a, you know, a, a memoir. poetry <laughs> memoir to <laughs> whoever scored. Right. Los Redes. Los Redes. Imagine that. We get the conference nah, title. Ese güey se caga y yo me cago con él juntos. In the same toilet. In the right. same toilet. <laughs> holding each other like, haz de cuenta que he's holding me and I'm holding him. Oh, shit. <laughs> But, oh, guys. I, man, the city is buzzing, dude. Yeah, like, it's buzzing. And we got a shitload of things. We got ACL. I think. Uh, uh, UT's playing. You know, and the, and the weird thing is, like, there's no concert until Monday at the Moody Center. So imagine if there was a concert at the Moody Center, you had playoffs, you had, you know. This is, much, <laughs> this is what the vision of Austin is, yeah. should hey, be, you know. Queríamos, yeah, and, and I'm honestly, like, in the years that I've lived here in Austin, I think, I don't think I've ever been happier living here than since all of this honestly because the buzz that the city brings that the team has brought mm -hmm. you know i i've never been to a ut game yeah. i don't know what it's like right right recently i've been more curious and i want to attend one they're like two bucks a ticket bro it's not Saturday. <laughs> but from people that i know go and that i've gone to austin fc games it's an, it's not the same bus you know it's, it's not the same atmosphere it's, it's not this very thing. different yeah. right so i'm I'm happy that, you know, the city is finally having that sense of having a big title to play for, mm -hmm. which now we're actually playing for a title. And that, that to me is crazy. Yeah. I, I've, I've been able to see through, through TV, of course, I've been able to see Santos and Madrid win titles. There's only one title I've ever seen in person being won. And that was Santos, que le ganó un campeón de campeones de América. Eso duele. Y he reminded you, bro. Yeah. But that, that, was, the first, that was the first game yeah. that I went to, mm -hmm. I, and I saw Santos campeón levantar la copa. Now I want to see my Austin FC. I want to see them lift the conference title. I want to see them win the MLS Cup. And I'm, I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for everybody. We're all, we're all excited for it. Yeah. Uh, 
Man. Wait, wait, where do you think people would gather if we were ever when we win a title? I mean, Hop Squad. Hop Squad. <laughs> That's the only nah. place that really like Im- like it welcomed us because nobody's gonna go to the Capitol. We're gonna get out put in jail. Yeah, Greg Abbott's gonna. <laughs> yeah, Greg Abbott's gonna put out his liberals in jail. So <laughs> Hop Squad is the only safe haven if you look at it. Or oh, maybe yeah. the Q two outside of the Q two or probably. Well, we you know we'll go outside of Bocha's house. And, uh, <laughs> I, or you know with Hernan doing the fan interviews. I'd say why That'd not? Be, you know, lift the guys up a little bit. Yeah. You know, if there's one thing like I wish uh, we Austin TV gets access to is to do the fan interviews inside. Inside. inside I, yeah, I think I think for for what they're doing is like this deserves more of a stage. I, I think and so people too. Would, and and here's the reason why because people actually do like know who they are. It's not like you have someone random that yeah. doesn't know them that wants to just talk shit. It's, I mean, it's you have someone that like it's credible. I mean, just the amount of, you know, people that follow it yeah. and listen to it. I think, like, Austin FC, if you want to build talent from within, this is your opportunity. Yeah. This if, is. It, but within all of that, you can, like, Austin FC is going to have to realize that this is not, this is your fan media, right? This is not something you can or want to control. Yeah. You have to let them be free. You have to let them, yeah. You have to let the creativity flow through them, right? You might tell them, okay, you know, just this is where you can't go. You can't go, but you cannot tell them what to say or not say. No, no, no. If if you do that, that we're Austin TV is not we're Austin TV. We're Austin TV is the voice of the people. Like, Mm -hmm. it really is, you know, that project that has brought on the voice of the fans i mean i know mm-hmm. i know that there's players that watch this uh interviews the podcast there's players that you know they actually at the day after the game or whenever they they look for the for the interviews to drop mm-hmm. right They're, i know juicy has watched it you know mm-hmm. I've, I've been told but it's it's so so it's something that us nfc will have to look at and be like okay i think if we want to have a more social uh, interaction with their fans, more like a more genuine thing. Because like, of course yeah. they can like mate con balls, of course they can. Do but it's not, that. it's not. But like it's not the con same. Con la raza, thing. it's no, not like no. ahí. And, and that's something. I mean, we're Austin TV, right? It's for everybody. Yeah. But a lot of it, it's the Hispanic market. And if you want to bring a Mexican player, right? That's one way to do it. Yeah. But if you truly want to get the, you know, because Qt Stadium has a lot of Hispanic fans. Yeah, a lot of Hispanic fans go to Qt Stadium. I would say a good thirty percent, maybe, maybe even more, more or less. That's a market that you're kind of missing on. I mean, of course, you know, you have Austin FC doing the bilingual thing and adapting like the Hispanic culture, but you don't show that necessarily to like the people here. So if you, your Mexican, you know, star. Power could be or not. Why not say Bali? You know that could be your representation. I mean, of course you have Hector Jimenez. Yeah, and it can just be like, like say for example, collapse. Yeah, that'd be the best. Simple things like simple that. Simple yeah. thing would be like something that I feel like they they have to you know just that yeah. is chance Yeah, I mean, me personally, like I've told Hernan, I was like the comment, like the com- como comentarista. Mm-hmm. I think Hernan would do a good job. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, like a sure. Adrian Healy type thing. I think I think Hernan would do a great job. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, if Austin, like Austin FC were to do it, I, I think 
it would be amazing for everybody. Con esa Hernán primer tiempo, Coque segundo tiempo Andale. y hicieron las pendejadas de Richie. Uh, <laughs> la halftime segment. No, el, 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 el color, el, el Jorge el, Campos. El color, ándale. El, 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 el Jorge Campos del, de cómo se llama, de Austin. De, de Austin. El, el Luis García de Austin. El Luis García. Haz de cuenta que Hernán y, y Coque son el Martinoli. El Martinoli, ándale. That would be amazing. I, I, think, uh, I think Austin and Austin FC definitely has something there mm -hmm. for them to use. It's, yeah. it, it's so great to see to to see the, the growth behind We Are Austin TV and Top Flight and oh yeah and 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 uh, you know some of, some of these other uh, podcasts as well that we've we've brought on the show and doing their thing and we see like they they're, they're creating this future uh, present and future media of Austin. So it makes me curious to know a little bit about about your plans and your vision because I know you you have goals in mind so where, where's your head at uh where, where, what are some of the next moves you're planning to do in the near future so right now i'm obviously pretty hands-on with la peña right mm -hmm. so with this project i want to make it grow here within austin and see how far it takes me i mean i've already with peña i've already done something that i never dreamed of doing which is mm -hmm. having direct contact with the club of my dreams right I know that, like, let's say if tomorrow I was able to go to Madrid, I know that someone will receive me over there. I know that I have a contact there where I can be like, hey, if I go tomorrow, can I get a, sta a stadium tour? Can I, like, you know, little things like that. I can do it. You know what I mean? Um, Long-term goal, I mean, on this side, I'm always going to be working on my coaching. Coaching is what I want to do. It's what I feel like. I feel like that's more my calling. It's your passion. It's my passion. Yeah. Because I, what, one thing that I've I told Hernan, I told all of the guys and everybody that I've met, I don't care what I end up doing in the future. I want to work in football. Ya sea limpiándole los calzones a right? Ahí en los utileros, right? You know what I mean? Oh, That'd be an honor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, limpiándoles el vestidor, you know, something like that. But I want to work in, in the industry. I want to yeah. be in football. And because I, I'm one of those that really believes that, yeah, money is important, and it's probably the most important thing. But I think your happiness and making it work within your happiness, mm -hmm. it's a lot better. It's something that no tiene precio. There's no big job that's going to give you that. Right, so that's my long-term vision. I now, you know, now that I, I'm on my own with this Madrid project, mm -hmm. um, making it grow. I want to start uh, doing my own. Like we're doing a Madrid po uh, podcast. That's one of the projects that we're. Mm -hmm. But it's not just gonna be like the um, Austin Peña. We're doing it nationwide. So okay. we're incorporating not just the Austin Peña, like I said, but Uh, the Brooklyn Peña, the Los Angeles Peña, San Francisco, and we're trying to we're we're on the works right now. We're in talks, talks right to to do all of these things that are very exciting, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to do that. I also, I mean, if within the Austin FC space, if one day like, you know, like you guys have opened you know your platform and um, like, uh, we're Austin TV as well. I'm, more than happy to collaborate with anybody and anything. Hello. Yeah, so uh, I want to do that as well. You know, I, 
Austin's my city. It's my home. It's where I'm from. So, and Austin FC is my team as well. You know, so I want to work within uh, Austin FC as well. You know, maybe one day if it's not within media, maybe I mean I see myself. Why not one day coaching Austin FC? Right? Maybe maybe I'll be the one that takes over Wolf. Maybe it'll be Wolf for 20 years and I'll be his. Uh, you gotta you know you always gotta you know whatever you want to do you gotta yeah you gotta put, you it, gotta out put there. it out yeah. there yeah. out there you gotta chase it yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you can't just be like oh i want to do this and de repente oh, that's it, you know and i've had setbacks you know like everybody you know mm -hmm. we it's uh, I, i feel like i've learned that it's okay to have those setbacks i yeah. had a whole different timeline of what i wanted to be when i was 25 I'm about to turn 24, and I'm like... ¿Querés casado con tres hijos? Ándale, no, no, que chicas, ya no. Pero, uh, like now, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have a setback, I have a deadline for me to have my pro license mm. by the time that I am 35. You're six years away? No. 35, no. Oh, wait, no, no, you're <laughs> nine years away. Yeah. I'm uh, the accountant uh, over here. <laughs> I was like, I, I got, I got, <laughs> I, got I got some that. time. But uh, I want to have my pro license okay. and that uh, I want to, between that time, I want to be able to have a coaching gig. Now, if that coaching gig, along with my job, does not allow me to be involved, as involved with La Peña, as the, being a director of media and this and that, That's where I'm gonna have to step aside and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, I have, I'm, this is what my dream is. You know, I love growing with this. Mm -hmm. Social media is not like my strong forte. Yeah. But it's one way of getting myself in the industry. You know what I mean? It's one way of getting to know. claro, no. But, but you have to, you have to build those steps. It's yeah. like uh, uh, I had I have this conversation with Alexi. Um, Danny's brother. Este el Plaza. Alexi Plaza. Because my last name is Plaza. So. Oh, también. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had, I've had this conversation with him, and it's like we, we've come to the, to the agreement that, like, yeah, just live it, enjoy it, and see where it takes you because yeah. it's, it's the journey that's going to make this worth it, right? And if you enjoy your journey, you and you grow as a person, you grow and have, um, just have that overall growth, mm -hmm. and that, that's sure. really, that's really how I see it. Even, even in pickup, I mean, you and I've played together a couple of times. I do not like to lose in that because I like, I like to win and give it my all in that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm approaching coaching as well. I want to give it my all in every single, in every single step that I can. That's good, man. That's good. No, I'm, uh, NF, it was an honor having you here. Yeah, thank, and thank sharing you guys for your, having your me story, here. sharing your your uh, your trip to you know oh, to Vegas, yeah, to Vegas, and go to Madrid one day. Hey, you know what? Ahí estás al, al, al lado del Frenetín, ahí que Andale, ahí, así uh, como con, con mi tito. Con <laughs> tito. Yes, yeah. man. Yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing so much about your life and your your goals and your passions, giving us a little insight into what the Peña Madridista is, particularly here in Austin, and uh, we recognize your work and what you've done thank you, thank for the football community and for our community. And, and um, you're a young guy with, with big hopes and dreams. Yeah. And, you know, if there's anything that 
us here at Otra, por favor, can do to help you and mm-hmm. push you push you along your journey, please reach out, man. We're, the door is always open. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you guys for opening your doors to me and, you know, to, to my project. And, I mean, I want to open up the door to you guys as well, you know. And anything yeah. that I can help you guys with, uh, you know, we can collab and do any type of event, something like that, of course. For sure, for sure uh, man. But, uh, you know, also to, you know, for this Sunday, you know, the Austin FC fans that, you know, are you know, we all have a big weekend coming up. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, my boy Primo, who's getting married on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So shout out. Uh, shout out to shout Primo. Out to Con- Primo congratulations, bro. Uh, Tying the knot. Ya se nos fue. Ya se nos fue. Casi, yeah. Ya, otro sacrificado. Yeah, so it'll be It's okay, man. Join the club. Actually, so I heard Primo. So, there's el Dios está loco es del agua. Y como dice Kia, dijeron, tenemos que sacrificar uno para que pueda llover el domingo. That's him. There y ese fue este. Yeah, ya yeah, fue el sacrificado. But yeah, yeah, he's going to have his wedding on sun- Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sunday early morning is also el clásico. Which for any Madrid fans or anybody that watch, comes and wants to come watch the game, we're going to be at Hop Squad. Mm-hmm. We're going to be, uh, we're going to have some breakfast, okay. you know, options for, you know, whoever wants to come and watch the game. Okay. And if you want to stay, you know, a little longer, Austin FC games, not long after that. <laughs> That's the so, <laughs> so, I mean, I already have my day planned out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be at Hop Squad for Tres la la verde con negro abajo por la blanca arriba lo te la quitas. Ah, pues, yeah, of course. It's you, called you layers. Know. Layers. Yeah. It's going to be cold, so. <laughs> yeah, so why not? Yeah. Why not? But so yeah, that I'm, that's how I'm going to have my day. I'm going to be there in the morning, going to mm-hmm. grab a bite and then pues just wait for the Austin FC game, which so, I mean, we're going to have to be there early yeah. anyways, right for that for that Yeti. Sunday Sunday is a holy day. Mm. For sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the day of the Lord. Some people go to Q2, right? There you go. There we go. Yeah. That's a great, so. way, that's a great way to end it, man. Yeah. Well, well, appreciate you having you, man. Thank you, Nick. Hey. Raza se cuidan bien, se portan Dios. Se portan. Raza se cuidan bien, adiós y arriba la América. Y Dios y Dios. Let's go, Austin FC, baby. Let's go.